It's a snowy night, cold and dark. You walk home alone as you always do through the woods, past the playground, just underneath a bridge or two. You could have sworn you heard someone's small whisper, help me, from the shadows, but you convinced yourself that it was just your mind playing tricks on you. There's been a few strange happenings going on around here late at night, so you quicken your pace, snow crunching noisily underfoot. You see the light of your apartment complex shining just ahead, and stumble over something red in the snow. Plastic sled or severed arm. You are unsure as you race to the door and sigh deeply once inside the familiar set of rooms you call home. You put some tea on, change your clothes, and settle in for another long night, failing to see what strange shadow your cat hissed at. Just as you gather your courage to look out the window at what could possibly go bump in the night, there's a knock at your door. You better go see who it is. Tonight on Nightcaps, we're going back in time to childhood, where life was needlessly rough, loves were young, simple, and sweet. Bullies were monsters, and monsters would wait around every corner. No matter who is knocking, you best try to keep your head and let the right come in. Let the right one in. Oh, we're back! We're back! Look at that. Back, 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 back again to another episode of Nightcaps at the Theater, friends. I know. They didn't. They said it wasn't possible. Yeah. No, no. They said it could be done. Especially with this meeting, because we're doing something unique today, right? We're, we're filming bit, two yeah. episodes back to back, so <laughs> if you happen to listen to the episode that follows us, we are not making any fucking sense. It's because we've like sloshed out of our oh, minds, yeah. but. We're gonna do it. That, at least Especially I, with what I brought. The, oh, that last. Me too. I have a, a deadly combination oh, too. I mean, that last episode. Oh boy, did I have fun! But... Which, lost in translation. Yeah, no, we, were, we were both. I was. I was pretty schloss. Yeah. I was, like. I know it when it happens. When I start repeating everything that I'm saying, and I just start praising the movie oh just for the sake of it. <laughs> so when I go through guys, my... like every time when I when I bring a movie and I get a little bit too crazy, just. Tell me to tone it back Tell a little bit. Back. I've been trying to, but um, I usually edit these when I'm slightly intoxicated, like mm. the night of. I'm like, I'm up, I can't go to sleep, but I'm like, I can't make sense of like my direction and stuff. I'm like, this sounds great, and then the next day I'll listen, I'll be like, what the fuck was I? Yeah, when he's about? doing it, it's like uh, photos on a dartboard. <laughs> yeah, it's, on a, it's a beautiful <laughs> mind where like, <laughs> yeah. all the patterns are going through. My and head. the next day, it's all just like. I wake up in a bed of my own vomit. I'm yeah. like, what happened last night? But it was interesting. So, Mark, you went you went away. Where'd you go? California love. You didn't quote the wizard with California. California. The Nintendo movie where they Oh, have, I caught oh, like boy. the last half hour of that movie. I caught it when like the truckers like got oh. in there and then like that's when the video game competition started. Love. Oh. That's the only line I know. Well, that's the only line everyone knows, but interesting film. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. 
Is, is it sad? Kind of. No, I mean, he wins. It's sad that. Well, it's winning everything in today's society. <laughs> yes, yes, says Charlie Sheen. Yes. So tell us about San Francisco. Oh, boy, guys. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was it was a it was a really fun time. Um, I don't think I would do it again alone because it, it it did fight it did it was slightly lonely, but mm. it made up for the fact that you ever have you ever go out with those outings for, with people and then people are just so indecisive of where they want to go, where oh, they want to yeah. eat and stuff. Like, I hate. Or that. it's like that's hey, me. It's like hey guys, where you want to go? Oh, I don't care. Oh, then let's go to this place. No, I don't feel like going there. Then why the fuck did you just say no, that we can go? It's worse when they get there and they're like, okay, we'll go for sushi. Oh, I don't eat sushi. Is there any like? <laughs> Non-sushi on this menu. I'm like, we're fucking fishery. That, McDonald's across the street. <laughs> that kind of thing. Ugh, I don't that. that drives me crazy. I know. I didn't do any, like, themed restaurants, anything Ugh. like that. I never ate at the same place twice. Mm-hmm. That's how great the food was over Follow there. Follow Mark's Twitter nice. and then scroll through the feed to see all the food he ate. I, I did. I swear to God. Man, like, I don't even take photos, like, half the wow. time. I'm not, I'm not a very, like, like uh... Photograph. Well, like even Unless that. Your face like, is on the I plate. I, like, <laughs> well, like I don't even take selfies or anything like that. But I was just having such a good, fun time over there. Like I walked every chance I got so when, when 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 my phone was not at like twenty yeah. percent and I had to like emergency call an Uber. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But uh, you know, like I walked for like five hours at a time, finding a lot of landmarks. You know, like just a lot of things I didn't uh, um, particularly just was planning on going you know mm-hmm. like i found the um 16 tile steps which uh which is kind of near golden gate park mm-hmm. um it's sort of like if you take like a left like right, right from there it's uh, where it was like right after i saw the japanese tea garden which was beautiful i just i got to sit down sip not like japanese tea taking all the little land, like little structures the pagodas were like right next right next so to you me had your own wow. little lost in translation book. i did uh, just <laughs> so for a small time white there, there there was no bill murray or no scarlett johansson but you know what hey i was doing my own thing uh but you know i found all these great great vistas where i can like it weren't even like really touristy i was able to just sit down and just take it all in I'm like wow i'm wow. here can't do that on the east coast can't no <gasps> phone yeah, i was at uh <laughs> i was in carteret yesterday and I, I was able to see staten island kind of in the distance oh, oh talk right. about a nice view speaking staten of view, island in the summer heat smelled like a ton <laughs> of manure sewage, yeah. yeah sewage manure yeah, yeah, was, sewage you get something on the Italians. east coast but not yeah. quite <laughs> Not quite what you get uh, in California. Yeah. But uh, speaking of San Francisco, uh, last night I got I finally got to, uh, to watch that uh, Robin Williams documentary, uh, oh. "Come Inside My Mind," mm-hmm. and you know, right at the end of it, you that know, that used to be my original porno name. Come really? Inside Come, my ooh, mind. okay. <laughs> my cerebral was, porno. Yeah, thriller, the intellectual. Right? Should have copyrighted that when you had the chance. I know, right? But uh, at the end of it, you know, it, it talks about him, you know, taking his own life, unfortunately. But then, like, his last request was to have his uh, ashes. I'm not spoiling this because that we, that this is common um, knowledge. You can look it up anywhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it has uh, he requested his ashes be spread across in the San Francisco Bay. And mm-hmm. the fact that that was, like, the first place that I saw when I went down there, it ha- not really knowing that. Uh, just means a lot to me because uh, yeah. uh, Rob Williams to me growing up uh, he was everywhere like I thrived off it and uh, he's just one of those kind of big inspirations for me so mm-hmm. I think that's uh, pretty special you can pull uh, a you... vertigo and throw yourself into the bay and then get oh. and then get saved <laughs> like you uh, gravitated toward the bay uh, subconsciously yeah, I think so just like in vertigo yeah that's what happens. right with those sea lions and we're just oh. barking at each other that makes me think of Homeward Bound too when they go to San Francisco didn't watch it is that the one where they, they all throw the dogs and the cats? 
uh, off off the no, cliff. Milo and oh, oh, Milo, Milo and Otis. Milo and Otis. That's yeah. That. But okay, never mind. Seen Homeward Bound? No, I never saw it. <sighs> so little time. People. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could live a thousand years. <laughs> but I'm happy. Um, let's get into some movie news. Shall Movies. Let's do it. Um, I guess I'll start because my list is a little long. Um, we discussed your sand fan trip on TV. Glow season two. Mm. On the small screen. Yeah, the small screen. The bronze. Well, screen. is it small? Netflix, I feel like, is being. I watch more Netflix than television now. Well, not with that TV I just bought. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, we, can't get, we can't get into that. Oh, it makes some people upset. Yeah. Um, Glow Season 2, have you guys seen Glow? I've been meaning to. You I want. I wanted yeah. to catch out the, the documentary that's on uh, there the first. The documentary is really good. Just to have like some more basis on it. You should watch some of the old episodes that they have on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's actual like episodes. Yeah, it's it's based on Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, wrestling oh, which is a real thing. Oh, I, I, in the 80s. I was. It was uh, my last summer's uh, obsession where I discovered and I was like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> and it was. Yeah, I remember you shared some good uh, uh, gifs, gifs. I was like, gifs "Oh my goodness!" Because the the comedy is like right up my alley. It's like stupid cheesy <laughs> comedy. But on um, the Netflix show, it's a little bit hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. I I like it and I watch it, but at times it's like. You know, this plot isn't going anywhere. What are the writers doing? And then yeah. at other times it's like, oh, this is heartwarming and charming and funny. So it's hard to like be like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I watched season one. It seems like an easy watch, you know? Yeah, it's, it's easy. Like, it's yeah, kind of shut off your you mind. You got that Allison Brie and mm-hmm. what's her face? Well, the other I, one. I was yeah, more I interested in just for Mark Marone being on it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. a slight Mark Marone. Yeah. yeah, he's good in it. I like his arc, at least in season one. In season two, it's good too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was wondering where it would go in season two because season one, it kind of seems so definite, like of an ending. Season two would probably just kind of be more of the same. I, don't, I didn't really know where they could take it, but I, I was going to say I'm excited to find out, but I haven't tuned in, so I don't know. Well, it'll be there when you need to. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was cute. It set up for season three, no confirmation yet, though. So okay. we don't know. I think people are watching it. We've got Orange is the New Black is coming up. I don't know if I'm wow, going to give it a shot. I forgot about that. It's, it's like been this, a while, It's like this it? week, and like I huh. don't really care. Yeah. Last season was mad, but the season before that was good. That's true. It's like weird That's what I they, hear. With how they do their seasons. like They're either like entire hits or entire misses. Mm-hmm. Um, on to TV, Sharp Objects, starring Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. I need On HBO, you need to watch it. Um, it's better than the book. Okay. It's only eight episodes, as Matt informed me, when I thought it was a, a good six would have done it well. Well, you were praising the pacing, and I just couldn't let the couldn't book let you is get like, away with that. It's one of those uh, wine mom books that you read in like a okay. sitting, and like I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I predicted the plot, like the twist, <laughs> about twenty pages in, and I got to the end, and it was the twist with a slight twist on it. But I was like, I saw this coming out of nowhere. Mm. But the show. It's really good. I think it might be the slowest, burniest show Ooh. in existence. Well, you I, haven't seen Better Call Saul I or have. Rectify. Better Call I Saul have. is unbelievable. Yeah. I was getting, uh, uh, what's the show called again? Uh, Ber- Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. I was getting a lot of Gone Girl vibes from it. it but like, It's I, the same author, at, at, at first, well, I don't oh, know. Uh, Killian the, Flynn? Killian I, I thought it was uh, uh, the, the new season for... Uh, Pretty Little Lies. It's oh. the same author. Oh, the, all that? Wait, what? Uh, the same producers of Pretty Little Lies did wow. this. Oh, oh I think and, I did okay. know that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think like the author did either Gone Girl or Pretty... I don't think okay. Pretty Little Lies because I have Pretty Little Lies on my thing, but it's like the same style. I gotcha, okay. Except without like the female... Well, there's female empowerment, but not as much as Pretty Little Lies. Mm-hmm. And Nicole Kimmon and Alexander Skarsgård. Ooh, <laughs> they're a salty relationship. But I, I highly recommend it. I think Amy Adams is a... 
a fine actress, mm-hmm. if not the nicest person in Hollywood, as we know already, and we nicest person. Yeah, nicest person. Oh, thank in you so much. Oh, you watch Sharp Objects? Thank you. Don't touch me. Oh, she just, <laughs> she just walked in. Oh, Amy yeah. Adams, everybody. Yeah, we invite. Oh, you're doing a podcast? Oh, I'm just gonna leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. Oh, bye, Amy <laughs> Adams. <laughs> Slams door. But, um, Amy Adams, everybody. <laughs> totally nice, and I, I, I mean, and we were discussing on how like she could have played Bev in it, and I became mm-hmm. Jay Chass through and through, but. God damn it, I'm warming up to Amy Adams, Ooh. and I think she could have... Well, I haven't seen Jay Chass's work, so I'll, right. I'll leave that to fall in a year's time, or two years' time, or whenever it comes out. But um, I could see what people are talking about. Amy Adams <laughs> is growing on me more than she should. Damn. Um, as for films you probably haven't seen, I've watched the entirety of... Um, I've been obsessed with Marlena Dietrich, who is like this German chanteuse actress from the 1930s and 40s. Criterion put on a set if you saw on her Instagram. <laughs> hashtag screenshots, which we'll get into off mic. Um, my little homework assignment for them. Yeah. But, um, it's six films from this actress kind of starting out in American Hollywood and then evolving before these two went their separate ways. It was kind of like, oh, you're my muse for these six films. Mm-hmm. And then they, mm. they had creative artistic differences and went separate ways. But okay. it, it was just interesting that you could see her go from like this German... like. A stranger in America, and her acting skills like vastly improve over these six films. It sounds very reminiscent of like Andy Warhol and Nico yeah. to mm. me. Well, he liked, he music. loved he loved Marlene Dietrich too. I think. He oh, did really? Yeah, because she only died in 1992. She was 90 years old. God bless her. Wow. But she's been around forever. Um, and I was just like, ooh, Marlene Dietrich. Maybe we'll watch one of those along the line. Mm. Um, I had my holiday rewatch of Jaws. Hey. Which is a classic. Mm-hmm. We met. Were you there when Kane had Richard Dreyfus, or was that the year before you? Probably the year before me. Because we met Richard Dreyfus. I yes, wow. I, I'm, he I, wasn't, I know of this. It wasn't exciting, oh. actually. Never, really? Like, Never meet your oh, heroes, folks. Oh my god, it was very very dull. He, all he talked about was politics, and we're like, we're young actors. <laughs> Tell us some young actor stories, and it was. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Too much politics and politics and Hollywood Hollywood these days, am I right? Yeah. But um you know, don't idolize people, I guess. He was just Never a regular man. Yeah. But he's great in that movie. Um I did my holiday rewatch of this Poseidon Adventure with Shelley Winters, which I love. I'm more familiar with the You the, really the, are with the, with the, the, newer, the newer one, one. yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But Richard Dreyfuss is in Hatton, that too. Gene Hackman's in Poseidon Adventure. And Richard Dreyfuss is in the remake. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and uh, Do the Right Thing, which Very as nice. you've seen, I've watched I've, a couple times. I've, I keep, I, I'm always going in and out of that movie. I, I never sit down and watch it. Why? I don't know. I mean, Rosie Perez, what are you doing, Mookie? Come touch me. <laughs> Her film debut. Hmm. Maybe that'll be a, a future summer watch. I need to watch more Spike Lee, I think. Yeah. I, I watched Juice. Oh. Um, yeah, that's it. Hmm. Spike Lee's a new... Oh, Plans the show. I mean, I'm thinking of the show on Netflix, yeah. Do the Right Thing. Yeah. That's uh, been getting pretty rave reviews, yet. I think. I need to watch yeah. that, too. And, of course, yeah, Black Klansman. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited for that, actually. Rave that, reviews. that looks exciting. The trailer is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, last but not least, Mark shared a movie with me um, before he left, entitled The Greasy Strangler. Yes. And... I have to admit, I'm a hotty toddy disco body now, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you shared well, it with I, me. I'm a hooty tooty disco cutie. It, oh, it's hooty tooty... It's been three weeks. Yeah. Uh, they might, they, disco they, body they, kind they, of... I think they might have said something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, hooty tooty disco cutie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a uh, oily... An oily... Um, what was it? Grapefruit? Oily grapefruit. 
why not why not put some uh, some uh, gristle in your in your Java? <laughs> I can't eat this. It needs more grease. What are you trying to see? Do, what ruined that movie for me is is me watching the trailer over yeah. and over again because I was like, oh wow, this movie looks disgusting and perverted and I, I can't Speaking help of, it we'll get to my next choice tune in next episode to see a disgusting perverted choice but uh, it, it, it ruined it because it show, the trailer showed everything for me yeah in uh, in in quick flashes mm-hmm. but there was an it was it was enough to say like oh man the trailer just ruined everything for me i heard from people that it was like an elongated adult swim sketch which mm. is essentially what i got it's, it has elijah a very, wood produced it right he did yeah. I, uh <laughs> it, it it feels like if, if you mix john waters with tim and eric yeah. have you ever watched any tim and eric oh, yeah. sketches <laughs> and, and the guy like looks Matt like does love some tim and sounds eric. pretty damn yeah. good and one, one of the guys does look like uh eric uh, from the show eric mm. wareheim which you know like he he's appeared in like a lot of things like um uh I want to say, oh, Master of None. He was uh, Aziz Ansari's best friend yeah. Thro- yeah. throughout the show. So, yeah. Uh, very yeah. good there. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Elijah Wood, last thing I'm going to mention is I rediscovered a, an old podcast, two years old. Um, my dad wrote a porno, where these three British people get together. One of their dads wrote a porno, and they mm. read a chapter. A kind of a week. They're on book three. I started at book one. I discovered it like two years too late. Mm-hmm. But okay. they're still going on now. They're in book three. And they have like celebrity guest stars like Elijah Wood. And they're just imagining casting this awful porno, which is... <laughs> I, I've never laughed harder in a while. Like usually I'll like have a good like thing that I'll rediscover and I'll be like, oh, this is hilarious. And oh my gosh, that got me through some boring summer times. I highly recommend listening to um, My Dad Wrote a Porno. Nice. And that's all my news, movie and podcast-wise. Cool. Did you guys right. see anything? Yeah, well... <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing at all. Shut the laptop. Yeah. We're, we're through. <laughs> we're done. Well, uh, I gotta tell you guys, you're, uh, you're currently talking to an AMC Stubbs A-list member. Ooh. I know, I know. Royalty. <laughs> Same over here, Turn sir. Turncoat! Turncoat! <laughs> Royalty no, walked I, through I, the room. I feel your pain, Matt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You tried to get me on Movie Pass, didn't get me there, and you won't get me with this either. Hey, I broke even on Movie Pass. Yeah, it they was all a good say choice. That. They all say when no, the glass but, um, ceiling broke, destroyed movie pass forever. Ah! <laughs> glass woman! I'm here to pick up the glass! She's back again. Oh. Um, I mean, I didn't see that much like in the past few weeks. I think was I. We saw Incredibles too, but that was yeah, the last time. Right? I don't. I don't remember if I mentioned on the podcast if this had already happened. I watched uh, Jurassic World two. Ooh, and that's about okay. yeah. all I'll say about that. It was, it was fine. whatever. It, it was a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch it in IMAX. I guess if did it's it free. Did it leave room for a threequel? Oh, it did. <laughs> the oh. threequel. I'm actually moderately excited about. I thought the threequel from what. Uh, this movie had been described as in like the trailers and commercials and things like that. I thought what happens in the threequel was going to happen in this film didn't end up happening. Mm. But um, it was okay. The first act showed a lot of promise, I think, but then it took like a big turn. I mm. thought the first act would have encompassed the movie as a whole, the whole plot, mm. but then it didn't, and it just kind of like turned the turned the schlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just didn't pay off from there. Just Diminishing as returns. I but uh, it, it was okay. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the first Jurassic World. I, it see didn't seem necessary. <laughs> that's, I think that's hilarious. I yeah. mentioned on the first. Uh, I, I feel like I could get it from like the characters. They're all pretty generic, you know, stereotypes. Yeah. It's like okay, mm-hmm. I get. I it. might have mentioned this on the podcast, but Jurassic World, the first one, I think, is one of the most needlessly violent movies <laughs> for no reason. It's just like they give some characters extremely gruesome deaths in that movie. <laughs> 
This, this, you're talking about Jurassic World, right? Yeah. Uh, can I, can I uh, of re- rebuttal of that? Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen Jurassic World, mm-hmm. but I have seen the like. I have, but I have. Yeah. I I saw Jurassic World like the last half hour of it, mm-hmm. okay. and that's all I needed to see. Right. Why? I'll tell. Tu- I'll tell you why. Because all you, all you're paying for is just to see two bullshits mm-hmm. fight each other for at least five minutes of screen and then time. A third bullshit comes along and eats them. And that's it. <laughs> really? that, that's literally that it. Happens. You're wasting your money looking at stale actors delivering stale wow. dialogue. Like children and in the park! What a, don't you love Children ruin everything in, in those Jurassic Park movies. They're they the cause of everything. Mm-hmm. I, I will say... They're the now, real dinosaurs I, all along. I will say, I, I watched Jurassic Park 1, like uh, 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 flight movie, and uh, movie still holds up. Yeah, Ki- kids are a, uh, become a problem, but they actually do help solve some things. They do. They do. They do. No, they do. Literally. Um, Don't move that flashlight. What? No, no. Like, <laughs> that's the, my that's what. That's exactly what I'm talking about. They, but it does. What they mildly talk about about themselves does pay off at the end of the movie, so I give credit for that. So, but back to you, Matt. Um, what was I? <laughs> we were talking about Jurassic World. World. Yeah. Oh yeah, from what you had mentioned about the original Jurassic World being super violent, I was expecting the same with this one. I mean, and I don't kind think it's like, super violent. I just think characters needlessly, die, like yeah, like mm-hmm. that death was needlessly violent. Like, yeah, yeah. That character was just a secretary. Did she really have to be flung twenty feet into the sea? Be Eaten by a giant monstrosity just because she's planning a wedding. That's the her right. only negative. Tr- she's like, I gotta watch these kids, but I'm also planning a wedding. That's the thing. That's her negative thing. She's we, a workhorse. We don't know what she did off screen though. Yeah. Could be she a sold drugs to children. <laughs> she burnt down Traffic. an orphanage or two. Yeah, but uh, no, this one toned it down a great deal, which I was I was happy to see. You mean going the dinosaur it. like approaching the little girl in the bed didn't rip her face off like I wanted to? I mean, no spoilers. Oh. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what else did I see? I saw the Mr. Rogers movie. What oh, would, I've been uh, wanting to watch this. Too. What would, uh, what, would you, uh, would, will what, you be what, my neighbor? <laughs> that one. What would you be my neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever have a dream where we'll walk with? You could do you, you could do This is right after <laughs> Mr. Rogers took whippets. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I hear he's an angel, as, or is and was an angel. Yeah, I mean, person. it was a very good movie, pretty enlightening. Yeah. Um, I like they looked at the media landscape more than I thought they would, which is pretty cool. Mm. And the thesis of the movie was like his kind of unique connection to children. Mm. Like nobody could reach him the way he could. He had the, that kind of mentality to yeah. just uh, really man. appeal to them. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like because he was so great. There was kind of a lack of conflict in the film. So, like bias, would you say? Like, I mean, I don't know who would be like bad mouth and Mister Rogers in the first place. I mean, yeah. you know, there there are some aspects that they delve into that show he's not perfect. Yeah. Of course, well, no one's, no one's his, you know, his Twitter, I gotta work it. his Twitter account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too I'll, I'll, I might bring that up. <laughs> Please bring it up. Keep our podcast topical. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's not perfect, but hey, they just kind of gloss over. A number of things. They introduce a lot of ideas, but then kind of only spend a few minutes on each one. Mm. Some things feel a little half-baked. I'm a little surprised at the overwhelming praise that it's getting, but it's it's a very good movie. I'd watch it and support your uh, local indie cinema. Nice. Definitely. Yeah, I wanted to watch it too. Yeah, I really want to check this out. Mm-hmm. Finally, I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was pretty good. Mm. It was yeah. a lot of people consider the original Ant-Man to be really underrated. 
I thought it was rated. Like it's yeah. it's not that great. For, for, for me, it was okay. It's it's pretty boring in a lot of parts. It's not the funniest thing in the world, but the second one amps it up a lot. It's much funnier. Nice. Pretty good watch. I'll recommend. Where's it. Apache Chief? Where's Apache <laughs> Chief? Enoch Chuck. Enoch Chuck. That's the DC universe. Chuck. I don't care. You see, in the DC universe, <laughs> Disney's gonna own it soon <laughs> anyway. It's a superhero movie. I don't care. <laughs> What did I watch uh, recently? Well, I'd already talked about the Robin Williams documentary. It was great. Yeah. Totally recommend. Uh, as a flight movie, aside from rewatching Jurassic Park, I downloaded that like on my iPad. I I, I normally don't do this, but I, you know, I, I I was like, okay, you know, let's see what they have on uh, on the flight. This United uh, Airlines, and uh, I watched Game Night oh, with uh, oh, Jason okay. Bateman and uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Um, it's okay. And, okay, and I was chuckling quite a bit, uh, mm-hmm. more than I thought it was. Uh, I do, I will say, uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, um, when it comes to movies like this that are very generic, mm-hmm. uh, they are for. <laughs> it, it might be weird for to say, but it's uh, these are made for couples. These are made for okay. dates. These are made for people so you who turn just to that old lady next to you in your scene. Like, did you see this with your naked. husband? Actually, no. That woman was trying to hit on me after oh. she told me how stoned she was. It's like you have beautiful skin. Uh, like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it was it was fine. It was a fine movie. I can't really say anything else against it. Uh, Meth Damon is in it. Uh, I forget oh, uh, his actual good. name. Jesse. Lemons? Yes, I think like that's that, that, yeah, that yeah. sounds like, uh, around those lines, and he's he's actually really funny. He's might okay. he might be the highlight of that movie actually. Wow. Um, I, even like all these generic comedies recently, they've been getting killer casts. Like I've been yeah, really which liking is, everybody. Which in is them. weird. I feel like people think, especially actors, think it's a good, easy, fun paycheck. And yeah, that's why true. Like, you? like just like just like maybe like uh, a row away from me, someone was watching uh, Blockers, oh, that uh, John okay. Cena mm-hmm. movie. Cock blocker, Cock emoji blocker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, picture of chicken blockers. And like, that guy, just like just a little ways away from me, like he was watching. I'm seeing John Cena freaking out and everything. It's like, and this guy's laughing. I'm like, I, th- I bet I would have a good time watching this movie too. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like they're they're generic in a way where it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's here because you know maybe people just want some downtime and want, want to watch something that's like not to an extreme level but it's like something that you could just have a good laugh with and you can share that with somebody else yeah and I think in this day and age everybody's doing multiple projects you have so many athletes coming out with like comedy films yeah that's surprising and they're doing it well Mm -hmm. so you know more power to them I guess I think those directors Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis are directing the Flash movie coming out Flashpoint movie DC? Those same directors from Game Night? Yeah. Okay. There was something else. I want to say a Stephen King adaptation that they just bought the rights to that I heard about, but I can't find it. Castle Rock? No, not Castle Rock. That's coming, though. I'm excited. It's gotten really good reviews. Soon. Yeah, I think it's next week. I think everything is... (laughs) You've been saying that for years. Yeah, it's next week, I promise. But, um... Just something that I found interesting. Uh, but the last thing I want to talk about, uh, more news related. Um, uh, I'm not going to talk about Glass. Uh, uh, maybe we'll ooh. save that. For yeah, we could. Uh, I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I we've all seen it. That trailer, right? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, uh, we can't talk. We can't talk about it. Then. Yeah, but he never about watches it. trailers. Yeah. Oh man! But Even when I'm like, watch this trailer. It's just a tease. But, but it looks. It looks I watched, real. I watched a 15 second teaser. Yeah. <laughs> Let's which, talk about which that. Teaser, which teaser was it? Like the flashback voices happening. Oh yeah. I have to say though that we'll, we'll get into next mm-hmm. episode. Continue. It just look, it looks great. I, I'm so excited for it. But uh, I want to talk about a certain firing that that's happened. Mm-hmm. So which one? Uh, 
<laughs> we're ta- we're going to talk about James Gunn. Uh, James I didn't Gunn hear had, about this at all. James Gunn got fired uh, from uh, directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three wow. from Marvel due to uh, uh, old I, I want to say at least ten years old uh, tweets that it, that he has. So this is like in the early days of Twitter. Uh, mm. Very and apparently like these tweets. It was just a chick, you might say. Basically, what? <laughs> good one. Fledgling bird. Uh, Just emerging from the nest. That was the internet. <laughs> but uh, basically, these, these tweets were like uh, touched on. Are like, you going to quote them on our? Podcast? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, ha- I personally, I haven't looked at them, so yeah. I, I, I took word for granted that they were, um, you know, they were homophobic, they were pedophilic, uh, that not, not really taken into. Uh, comedic value yeah and so like like and as that happened as this news came out it, it was like an old server or something like that a website was able to like resurface these um not sure why maybe the just way back machine at it again probably it was just uh, <laughs> simon and mr peabody so to take yeah. that machine down a <laughs> but uh yeah and then and then you know he was he was vocal about it and we we're just like yes i i said these things yeah. but you know like that was the, that was an old me and you know, i don't say anything like that anymore you know like just you know he he, he was a pretty uh uh i don't know what the word is um he was open about yeah he was open. Well, I mean, he was yes open by like a media standpoint yeah he would he, he, assume, he like, the person he, he 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 wasn't defending himself in a yeah. way where like roseanne was over the um, racist tweets and digging a hole roseanne but yeah no, but uh, roseanne is continuing without roseanne though i know which is surprising <laughs> the connors kill her off uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, but then there was like, nope, we're, like we're not for this at all. No, no, everyone saw what happened to Roseanne, so like they figured. <laughs> I no, love we're, how we're using Roseanne as a. I mean, well, like she was, the, she's she's just the most recent that, yeah. to like to be sure. using this uh, category. So, uh, yeah, I, I was just wondering, like, do you do you guys think that this is a you know a little too much? Maybe these are maybe too old. Uh, the fact that he said like you know this, I don't say stuff like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I was curious well, what your guys' thoughts on this. I was. actually don't care, but I think <laughs> okay. that they can get Thor Ragnarok guy to fill his place now. They, and they, they so ooh, many better they, movies. They've now. talked about this, but he's filming another movie, so he can't. I don't care. I don't care. He has like five TV shows too, right? <laughs> He wears fun suits and like it's extravagant. <laughs> I, I'm more just Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Okay, sure, Shimonen for all I care. Yeah. Which I was just more curious in like what in terms of like when someone's in this position now as he is, like how would you how would you think about that in terms of like do we keep this person on for this project? Well, as I told you in private, all that's on my Twitter is self-deprecating humor. So I I don't know him as a person, so I can't I can't be the one to judge i commend him for coming forward but at this mm-hmm. point where anything comes up isn't the better thing to come forward nowadays yeah. instead of like you know yeah. like nothing happened denying mm-hmm. it yeah i don't know if he even anticipated being fired i mean i don't know when he came forward if it was before or after the firing mm-hmm. but um i think it's a little surprising maybe a little much unless there's like corroborating evidence from actors on set that you know maybe the in some aspects his behavior hasn't changed but mm-hmm. I think it's too much. I'm sure it must have been hard for Disney to do because, you know, Guardians was a breakout hit for them. Very, very big surprise. Not many people mm-hmm. anticipated, and he's been a consistent, you know, director for them. Consistent talent. And plus, he also like collaborated on like the Last Avengers movie because that involves yeah. like his characters yeah. and like how they will correlate and act with like the other actors throughout you know these, these previous films so it's mm. it's all about just having that kind of same nuance and interactivity mm. with everyone. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm pretty Gar- surprised. Yeah. 
Yeah. After Guardians 2, which was getting a little stale for me. A yeah. little. I'm not going to say a lot. I like the first one a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the second one, less so. Right. Maybe if they switch it up, we'll get a third one that's even better. That's true. We'll see. <laughs> and on a somber <laughs> note. Not well, saying we're it's back, not. and we're going to um, get into today's movie. Yeah. Yay. All right. So I believe I probably gave you a handful of hints. I really need to start keeping track of these because I did not mean to give these out willy-nilly, but they mm. are very vague. Um, <laughs> that they are. <laughs> I think we're still kind of on our uh, Harold and Maude theme. Yeah. I think we're all yeah, kind of still going through. Going yeah. Yeah. And then going my next pick will be the opposite of Harold <laughs> We're and st- starting a whole <laughs> new theme. Woo! <laughs> 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 That's true. Um, but, yeah, so it's a little continuing in that vein. Very loosely, thematically. Like, I don't know if you... Yeah. Get, you, mm. It probably isn't very useful as a hint because you will not think Harold and Maude when you, like, watch this film. Huh. But, uh, so, it is a foreign film. Yay! <laughs> Get ready for subtitles. Harold and Mood. <laughs> something. something yeah. Like yeah. No, it's just Harold and Mood transitioned to France, where it was way more popular with like the, the CGI Jar Jar Binks cut. <laughs> Misa, no, no, Harold, don't drive us so fast off the cliff. Icky, icky, goo. We have to discuss why Jar Jar wasn't brought back when Darth Maul was brought back for some odd That's reason. That's <laughs> How funny would it have been if Jar Jar just lowered the hood and went, It's a me! Ignites his lightsaber. Yeah, the double-edged lightsaber. But I'm sure, sure it was. I'm sure it's in the deleted scenes. Yeah, that, that would have sold the series for him when every Star Wars first day of opening. But... Um, I and I think my my dumb hint from last week was it's icy, it's an icy <laughs> film. So this is Iceland. <laughs> um, and so I guess our I'll, drink today is just gonna be solid. Oh ice wait, a, in a glass. wait a minute, no, it's Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you uh, based on a book. That's my last hint. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, it's a snowman. Is it Harry Hole? <laughs> Harry Hole is coming back. It's, that's not French though. That's oh. like. One of the the small countries in Europe. It, it's Jack Frost, but it's the Michael Keaton version where he's a oh snowman. My God. <laughs> I used to scare the shit out. I of me. liked that movie growing up. Oddly, too much. Oh goodness. <laughs> well, uh... I have no guesses. I was going to guess Diabolique, and that's a, a French thriller. You're not there. You're not. You're not there yet. I, I do have one last thing to say. Girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Very close. Ooh. Not with that, but with what you said before, I, I uh-huh. have one thing to say. Hello, Mr. Podcast. You could have named it. I gave you all the clues. Oh, my God. I, it's I, Harry Hall? <laughs> Harry Hall? Same director. But we're not, oh, we're not watching The Snowman. Oh, I'm sorry. But I wanted to watch some trash. <laughs> Couldn't do it. <laughs> well, wait. We'll get to that. Next, maybe, maybe next time I'll bring The Snowman. Oh, God. For our summer pick, The Snowman. <laughs> but we, we will not watch that. Oh. I, I don't need that in my life right now. <laughs> well, nope. I have no guesses. Yeah, we're go ahead. We're something a lot more upbeat than that. <gasps> It and is. the snowman? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see Chloe Sevigny's head, head plastered to a snowman. <laughs> What's more happy than that? Sorry, I had to pull. Uh... You don't even know what movie we're watching. I don't know. I That's it. We're, we're watching the snowman. <laughs> Tape his eyes open. Overruled. <laughs> All right. We are watching... La Den to Kamain. Wow! Wow! What are my favorites? No. I just happen to have that right here. No, I have that no. tattooed on my back. It might take you back to childhood. I, I believe. I'm sure you've probably seen this. 
uh, translated, better known in the U.S. as "Let the Right One In." Oh, oh really? Oh, have I seen this before, though? <laughs> I haven't. How many? I can't tell you. Listen, there's so many renditions of this film. Yes, there's that like is true. There's like three different ones. There's the American I, Let I Me In. I haven't seen the American. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because it's basically, I think, shot for shot well, a remake. I think oh, the other one's a shot for shot remake of the other one. I think this Isn't is the like first one. Isn't there like a Swedish one. version, too? That's what I mean, we're watching. I'm, oh, then I've seen this before. Okay. And I did like this film. It's, I'm, yeah, I'm doing I'm something. glad. And it fits into my vampire. Oh, genuflect to the picture of Dracula just above us. But um, this is good because it ties into our horror fest, which I've been planning. Yeah. Um, I had to make some cuts, and unfortunately, we will be not watching. Uh, we will not be watching any vampire or werewolf films. Oh, that's but I had good. to make some hard cuts this year. The, well, we are, we will not go a year without vampires. Vampire. Mm. Do, is this the right one? Um, yes, sir. Yeah. 2008. Wow. That says a, a 115 minutes. Oscar, though. an overlooked and bullied boy. Minutes. No, no, one hour, 55 minutes. One hour, 55. Mm. Using that weird... <laughs> but Metric. I do like this film. There is a play version, I think, Jack Thorne. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. I told you this. The guy who did Cursed Child directed it in London. Interesting. But Cursed Child that is awful, familiar, and that was... This was a great... I did like this a lot. I haven't finished There's my, a book. my read-through of the Wikipedia article, so yeah. I probably haven't gone to the, the play version yet. There's a book that's very good. Mm-hmm. I saw this a couple years ago, though. Yeah, I did, it's been a while since I've seen it. I did really enjoy it. I, I did a typo here for Let the Right One In. I ended up writing the, Let the Tight One In, and uh, I don't... Whoa! I'm going to erase my... Oh, my, my, my middle school corner name. I've got, I've got oh, to erase I my history right now. The cops are knocking <laughs> on the door right oh, now. No, <laughs> no, officer, I swear! <laughs> I was swatted! Yes, officer! even know what movie we're watching! <laughs> Hashtag me too. God. Uh, all right. Oh, and I would be remiss to mention we are watching it on the by by the good grace of streaming on Hulu. Ooh. So it will be presented with limited commercial interruptions. And on your stolen Hulu account, nonetheless, <laughs> up to my PS4. Perfect. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. All right. Let's dive right in. Ooh. Okay. Cool. The, the, let's dive right. Right. The right yeah. in right. I guess that, I made that staying in. I made enough of a pun. I, I can't go anymore. We're too in. We're in too deep. Nightcaps at the theater, and what did we just watch? We just watched Let's Do Let the Right One In. <laughs> yes, a Swedish film from 2008. And mm-hmm. uh, what were we drinking, Matt? Uh, we were just drinking some pretty basic absolute vodka, you know, imported from Sweden with, uh, you know, with a mix of either orange juice to orange Fanta. <laughs> Don't you want? Fanta Maria. <laughs> or, uh, or Sprite. Or Sprite. Um, I but, chose uh, the orange juice because I don't drink soda. Yeah, I, I had the Sprite first and the Fanta later. Yeah, all good, all good. I had me, a, I had me a Fanta. Haven't had that in a while, so yeah. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, why no, not I, have a Fanta? Don't, don't you wanna? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, put no, it set the mood right for this movie. Very, yeah. you know. Uh, I'm gonna say it again. It was icy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any but initial it, thoughts before we go in? Obviously, I, mm-hmm. I've seen this film one time prior. 
A few years ago, in the late of night, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, the second time around, it felt a little bit longer, but still felt good. Like, I was yeah. into it. I wish I would have read the book before mm-hmm. you... To- I wish you would have told me we were watching this so I could read the book beforehand. Yeah, that's, because the, that's the name I, of the game. I just watched um, one of my favorite YouTubers goes by Maven of the Eventide mm-hmm. on YouTube. I highly recommend her. She was a Channel Awesome affiliate, but then she quit because Channel Awesome is shit. Mm. Who, who's done all that stupid things. But uh, she only reviews vampire-based films. By the way, our thanks to Channel Awesome, our sponsors for this podcast. No, please, <laughs> don't associate with them. They're... Mm, but their affiliates are good, like Nostalgia Chick, maybe it'll be even tied. Um, Isn't it? Uh, well, my my first scribe? question is no, not scribe. Suede, suede's cool. Mm. My first question about this movie is: uh, Can you believe it was directed by the same guy who did the Snowman? Was it? Yeah. I can't because the Snowman is a comedic <laughs> classic. And this was a, more of a, a drama focused film. So what's he doing? Like. Getting out of genre. Yeah, the, well, the director of this was um, Thomas Alfredson, who did Sounds this. Sounds like Thomas Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's moved to Sweden yeah. and uh, <laughs> made some movies there instead. I, I think the, pseudonym. I think the tonal difference between uh, this and that is because you're actually working with uh, well-known actors. Uh, mm. In terms of a Western sense, mm. uh, I mean Michael Fassbender, uh, yeah. British actor, but uh, like you're you're. You're adding a, a level to where, uh, of understandability for for people who you know are lacking in some. So, I think to some regard there might be some in terms of tone. Uh, it's just cultural differences and a mix of those two. So it's almost like maybe a troll two uh, <laughs> sense where of course it's yeah. like what what was it Italian uh, filmmakers that worked on troll two or yeah it, yeah, yeah. It, where everyone all the actors were American and and mm-hmm. no one knew how to communicate with each other. <laughs> that's why there's a lot of redub in that movie. Yeah, so the Italians love some mm-hmm. redub. I believe that's what happened with with uh, Snowman. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they were. Uh, I quite, wish there was more Harry Cole in this movie though. <laughs> Well, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Save that for later. But, um, yeah, no, I, there were quite a few problems with the snowman. We could dedicate a whole episode to that. I'm but sure we'll watch the snowman of, eventually down the line. Yeah, some I, of the things I read were like a rushed editing process, and uh, the director was trying to distance himself after he made it. He was like, uh, don't, I, don't watch it. I remember getting free AMC tickets in the mail. And you and didn't go. I didn't go. Oh, one of the greatest losses I, of our, I caught our time. It, I caught it on like like early, like early streaming or television. I forgot what it was, but it was awful. It's yeah. terrible. I, I mean, imagine it's awful, but, but come yeah, on. I feel like there could be a whole documentary about, um, I guess, this guy's career because he did this, let the right one in, and yeah. then a few years later he did Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, I love Tinker Tailor. Yeah. I didn't no, know I this was the same. Same director. I'm a big also fan of that movie. movie. Same director. And then right after that, right after these two, you know, gems... He did uh, the snowman. Yeah. Wow! So what, what How does that happen? What went wrong? Well, it's all based around literature, right? They're all books. Yeah, so we I believe can, so. We can tell he has like a boner for books. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book was written by Jean Avid Lindquist, as we wanted to bring up. I haven't read it yet, but I wish I could have read it. Not just the book. Apparently, he also worked on the screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've with, heard that too. Uh, with the director for this book, mm. for, or for this film. Yeah, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, mm-hmm. as we all did. Same. I assume. Um, so let's get into plot. So we begin with Oscar. He's a 12-year-old boy Mm -hmm. in Stockholm, Sweden, living with his mother, divorced from his father, Mm -hmm. as we learn. And he sees um, some neighbors move in to his little apartment complex. We see a young girl and an older man move Mm -hmm. in next door to them. Mm -hmm. And we take nothing of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's set in 1981. 
as we can tell from clothing. Or 1982. Or 1982. <laughs> yeah. It could be the cusp between yeah. the years. Yeah. But I do uh, like how they, you know, they don't mention it. It's not. They don't draw attention to no, it. No, of course. Yeah. Unless you know where to look. Yeah, because yeah. there's some 80s covers in Swedish. Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously the 80s clothing. Yeah. Um, the fir- the, I, my first inkling to it was just the joggers that we yeah. we get to a little yeah, bit later. Yeah, the neon joggers yeah. that they're running into. Mm-hmm. But, um, Ricky! I could, that could just be like an instance of the... Uh, of the 80s hitting Sweden like 30 years later. Mm. But what a genre. But now, yeah, set in the 80s. Uh, I think the biggest thing, like pretty much the film knocking you over the head with this, is like, okay, if you haven't gotten this already, on the TV, there's like a newscast playing and it's talking about uh, Soviet Russia. leader Brezhnev. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, okay. In the 80s. Got this in now. Cold War. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. <laughs> but um, we meet Oscar. He's 12. Lives at home with his mother. Um, we flash forward to him at school. And he's obviously getting bo- bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. His first line is squeal like a pig. Yeah. So he's referencing mm-hmm. the bullies that are bullying him. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the denouement for this movie. You know, where it's going, where it ends. Mm-hmm. He's all after these bullies. It's very Swedish. It's not like American. Like, they're not calling him, like, faggot or, yeah. you know, gay or anything like that. It's like, you're my little pig. Yeah. And they're, like, in grade school. It's very not American because I, I feel mm. like it wouldn't fly and at the same time it'd be a little more harsh in America oh yeah mm-hmm. definitely but that's just what I see as a teacher it like almost seems weirdly innocent but of course they take it to extremes mm. yeah so the neighbor next door is playing with gas masks knives um, and other like serial killer-esque equipment <laughs> yeah. and we wonder what's going on here oh what, he, his starter happening? kit just came in the mail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just ordered that loot box and look what he opened to uh, a gas mask some knives and some chloroform you know but um, we're immediately set off with like what's going on here mm-hmm. and we see the neighbor is talking to someone off screen a woman mm-hmm. sounds like a kind of a, a I don't want to say, like, a harsh older woman, but obviously it sounds like someone older than a child, which we find out later. Mm-hmm. But he's taking orders from this woman, going, go out and kill, aren't you helping me? And he does go out and kill. He runs into this random jogger. He's like, hey, and do you want to smell this gas mask for me? Yeah. Does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> he takes a huff and then passes out. And I, I put down, does the patented Ted Bundy treatment, because Ted Bundy would go up to a woman and be like, oh, can you help me load the span for me? Which is usually my pickup line. Yeah, I know. And the woman would, and they'd get immediately kidnapped by the, this man. But are you, don't, oh, man. don't fall for this, are audience. You, are you about a size 14? <laughs> but it happens, man. And uh, another thing that I was into is uh, serial killers at a young age. So I can mm. totally feel how Oscar was coming from putting like these scraps later on in the film mm-hmm. into his uh, scrapbook about this serial killer going on. I was like, oh, I can relate to Oscar. He's a little <laughs> fucked up. We're all oh, yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the serial killer, his modus operandi is essentially he hangs them upside down, drains their blood, puts this in, puts in like a jug, yeah. and then like returns home to his woman compatriot that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but this poodle comes and fucks up the day. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ricky! <laughs> Ricky the Poodle. Ricky is an important name. Ricky is it? might Ricky might come up in a future episode from now. Okay. Hmm. Something we're gonna watch. Okay. Just something a loose thread to tie together our choices, audience. The Ricky horror picture show. For- foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Ricky's a very important character and one of my future choices. There's a hint for you there coming up real soon. I love but, um, Lucy. That poodle was very real. <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> Lucy Ball. I wish. Is there a horror rendition of I Love Lucy out there? Oh, there must be. But um, Ricky's a well-trained dog. You know that off the bat. Oh, he's yeah. not doing anything. He's just sitting there. 
you know? Sitting, watching, and waiting the for the blood. And the polite, too. He's like, get away. Yeah. Go. Wait, Stop. Tries throwing some snow at him. <laughs> and the poodle's just like, no. But um, eventually... Very was, incompetent serial yeah, killer. Yeah. I mean, he's done this before. We can tell he, later on in the film. Yeah, but yeah. we also learn how, how terrible he, <laughs> he is, is at this. Because uh, a certain character is malnourished. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we can see that he doesn't really do it. But, I mean... We could talk about this later, too. I guess we could talk about this later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are reasons, you know, that kind of factor into why he was so fucked up with the serial killing motive and stuff. Not as good oh, as yeah. a serial killer as he could have hoped, I feel. But um, his modus operandi is that he drains blood upside down, fills it in this little jug, and then brings it home. Um, and he fucks it up. Mm-hmm. So the poodle comes along. These two joggers come along calling for Ricky, the poodle. <laughs> and uh, he abandons the blood of the scene yeah. and runs away. Um, we get a flash forward to um, Oscar. He's at home with his pocket knife, just playing with it. And a girl, yeah, a girl yeah. appears behind him, just chilling in the playground. They have set up this abstract, avant-garde playground system in their, their apartment complex. Yeah, and they initially wanted to use another playground, I discovered, uh, as they were filming. Like a more famous playground, in pre-production. Perhaps. But it was too high for the framing. Oh. Too high for the shots. So well, this playground isn't really this. a playground. It just has that one two-story jungle gym. It's and that's very it. strange. But I don't blame them for being fucked up with that kind of childhood. Yeah, but it works out because it's right outside the apartment complex. So maybe mm-hmm. they built it on set there to make a little more sense. Yeah. There's a serial killer out. Like, he can't wander far. But um, the girl appears and he says... He can't be her friend initially. Or she says he can't be she can't be her friend. His yeah, friend initially. She can't be his friend. Yeah. And he's like, Why? And she's like, Must there always be a reason? Like that's just how it is. <laughs> really deep which, for which a, I a, like. a Swedish youngster. Yeah. Hint hint. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't be friends together. He's kind of berated by the girl. And uh, he hears about the serial killer the next day in school. They go, Oh, there's a serial killer on the loose, but that doesn't mean there's any reason for you to worry, children. We're going to eventually catch him. So please feel free to like go outside and play. And obviously his bully Connie, mm. who's a boy, also named Connie, is mm. like, hey, what if we kill this serial killer? Am I right? And the first grade he's in is like, ah, what a brilliant joke, Connie. And then everybody lifted him up and was like, yeah. Connie, Connie, Connie. But it happens just the same. Connie's a dick. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. he's just a kid. I mean, like, they're going through their shit. I didn't feel like he was that bad yeah. to him. I mean, we do see a little bit of that a little bit yeah. later on. Like, just... He know. gets the same shit at home. Like, bu- you know, bu- mm-hmm. bullies uh, are people, too. Yeah. But he doesn't get killed in the end, right? I think he does. Oh, Connie's there. Pretty Connie's sure. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Pretty sure he's and there. his brother's there? Spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, spoilers. Oh, yeah, his brother is all kinds of dead. Yeah. I mean, we'll see one person alive. Mm-hmm. But there's a serial killer going around this town. And the adults in the room, who we never really get to know, are like conversing at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a serial killer. Who moved in? Oh, this person just moved in next to me and he has a kid. Maybe we should invite him over just to kind of like interrogate him to see what he's going on. Um, but he's drinking milk and he leaves the scene of the crime. What's his name again? It's like... Oh, I think he had a name. He didn't have a name. I don't. I don't remember there being a name. That's for true. Him. Maybe there's one of the books. But yeah, I felt the, like he uh, had a name. On but... the Wikipedia article online, I read that it was Hawken. Hawken. Hakan. Something oh, like that. H a k a n. Like Stranger Things. Hawkins. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Another tie into the '80s, but he leaves, doesn't get interrogated, and these adults go about their own way 
until later on in the film where they unexpectedly mm-hmm. pop up again. Um, I, dis- I discovered that apparently one of the disappointing aspects of this movie in regards to the book was that the book fleshed out the side characters yeah, a lot more. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I read or mm-hmm. heard about on um, uh, Maven of the Eventide. Yeah, they thought YouTube. that doing that, fleshing out these characters, really made it come alive. Mm. But... I could see why they did it. I mean, it's, they definitely a, focused a lot more on the children's relationship yeah, in the movie. The main characters instead of the side characters. Yeah, than they do in the book. But I feel like it's a very Swedish thing, because I know the author of uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll focus on the main character in the background, but not the minor characters in, like, explicit detail. Okay. That's why the books are so long, because he, like, details, like, the smoke <laughs> factory outside of the house for, like, a chapter. Oh, man. And then, like, goes on to the next chapter. Snorville. Yeah. And that's that's Bergman, too, because I feel like he focuses on the major characters and leaves the minor characters to kind of just, you know, build their themselves from, like, their, their couple of lines. Yeah. But maybe that's a Swedish mentality. I guess so. Um, Oscar lives with his mom, mm-hmm. who is di- divorced from his father, as we learn later in the film. And I could tell where she works... I it looked like a diner. Or a hotel or something. Because I saw a name, name tag. tag. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out, but it's interesting to know that Oscar has a mother. Yeah. Because from me watching the film, I thought he just lived with his father. It's been a couple years, so... Mm. I mean, that kind of slipped my mind, but... Yeah, and like it's it kind worked. of the opposite. He only sees his father on uh, weekends, it seems like. Yeah. Maybe At the farmhouse. Once or twice they, a month, They even. play and have fun. <laughs> but anyway, he reconvenes with this girl who lives next door, and he presents her with a Rubik's Cube yeah. Signifying that this is the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's when John turned to me and was like, this, this, this is the, the 80s. 80s because isn't it? what other children's toy would exist mm-hmm. in the 80s but a Rubik's Cube? Oh, yeah. He goes, Oh, you could solve it. I'll give it to you overnight and you can solve it. She goes, Yeah, I'll, I'll take that, I guess. Um, and it just adds to her character resisting because we get this moment where she's holding the Rubik's Cube to her chest, yeah. looking down. And she's kind of gripping it almost. Yeah, it's like she's like, like looking to break it. Because she hasn't eaten. Spoilers. We'll get to that. There's a, a little more mystery going on in this film. Oh, she's a little hungry. She's hangry. She's yeah. hangry. Hang. And she's holding it t- tight to her. And I was like, oh, does she want to eat him? Or like, is she strongly resisting? Is there more here? And that adds to it. I felt mm-hmm. that was a very well, powerful Well, scene. we also see her like a little bit later. I mean, earlier, like with her like reprimanding uh, the older oh, yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, how, how could you do this? Like, like, me, I, yeah. like I'm hungry and mm-hmm. like, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. and he's like, forgive me. No. Yeah. So what's their relationship? I feel like it's fleshed out more in the book, but oh, I, definitely. I, obviously, I, I believe obviously so. they were lovers. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like for, that's for, true for a while yeah. at, at most. I don't know if they were lovers, but I they will say to, in the book yeah. they're uh, there are a lot more pedophilic yeah, tones to his true. character. Yeah, why it was censored or whatever for the movie. Yeah, and it just um, I guess they they downplayed it definitely in the film but they still wanted to kind of put subtleties there yeah. you know people i think we kind of picked up on it that he well he had a thing for her yeah, yeah. i could feel that too mm-hmm. um, and i mean especially in this but at the same time i mean i know she's like ancient as we'll learn later in the film mm-hmm. it didn't feel off to me yeah like i wasn't skeeved out by it it wasn't like he was taking advantage of her it was like she was calling the shots yeah, in this definitely. relationship, I was trying to look for something else. I wasn't trying to like just pinpoint it to that, but yeah, in the end, it, it was probably just like a really like romantic thing between the two of them yeah. that they shared. Yeah. yeah, and that's why she was almost a little bit more resistant of uh, Oscar mm. too, because where it's like, yeah, like you know, I'm still with this guy, and but you know, I 
he's old now maybe and maybe she's just looking for something younger yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> also he's he, he's probably not as spry as he used to be and of so course. he's he's messing all this up for her yeah <laughs> so yeah and the um i'm reading now alfredson the director of this film he thought that the film couldn't deal with such a serious theme as pedophilia in a satisfying manner yeah. mm-hmm. which totally makes sense mm-hmm. yeah it's, that's a whole other can of worms he would have to open and tackle when he really just wanted to keep the focus that, on the, the two leads. It that, makes sense. That's why yeah. I don't recommend reading the original script for The Professional. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever seen it goes, it goes a little bit more. Who's in, in that depth. movie? Um, Jean Rene and, okay. and uh, Natalie Portman. And um, from Batman, who who is uh, Detective Gordon? The, uh, the Commissioner Batman Gordon! Commissioner Gordon, yeah. Oh. Um, Gary Oldman? Um, Gary yeah, Oldman, yeah. yes. Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon! I mean, it's, it's a great movie. Professional, but if you read that original script, oh boy, there's like there's like a uh, explicit sex scene which just wouldn't be wouldn't test right. Mm. This is Leon the professional. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I've never seen. Yeah, me neither. Interesting to know. Mm. Mm. So we get to the point where Ellie is she's the girl next door. If we haven't mentioned that before, her name is revealed much later on. But uh, Ellie reveals that she's hungry and can't wait any longer, so she goes out to hunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, this man, who I can't remember his name, it's comes up. Jacques. Jacques. Oh, I always yeah, confuse them. all these Swedish names. I'm confusing in the the film, but Jacques <laughs> comes along, and she's sitting below an underpass, and she goes, "Help me!" Mm-hmm. And Jacques, being the normal Swedish man, is like, "Oh, I'll help you out, young miss," and picks her up and goes, "You don't weigh anything." And then she fucking <laughs> like attacks him, like, drains his blood, and kills him. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone's watching from afar. Oh yeah, the Catman, Catman oh, yeah. Crothers. It, the cat- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, it's a uh, Gosta. Go- Gosta. I, yeah. I don't remember their fucking names. You're gonna have to help. And me he's with got that. a thousand cats. cats. CGI or puppets or what? Uh, we'll never know. I mean, those looked real in the first frame, but they we did. see 3D some printed them. We yeah. see some CGI cats. But uh, Gosta. Okay. There's uh, a yeah. yeah. There's there's Jock, Lock, and Jock and, Jock and Barrel. And uh, Gosta and Ginia, which we'll get into yeah. much later. Or but Ginia. That, that's apparently short for Virginia. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that, that's her name. Lowers <laughs> <Lord's> my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I got. But <laughs> Ellie strikes and kills the onlooker. Um, kills and an onlooker sees who is Gosta with all his cats. He doesn't go to the cops later on, but instead he turns to his friends, the other adults mm-hmm. in the community, and goes. Yeah my god, I saw a murder. You have to come with me. Mm-hmm. And they go out and search and they discover blood under the snow because it's winter or regular Swedish weather mm-hmm. where it's constantly snowing 24-7. Yeah. And they find blood under the snow. And who could have done this? Um, we see older uh, guy uh, drag the body oh, into, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. ice. On a little mm-hmm. sled that he stole. And we just comically just see this. <laughs> like him pushing the body. He tumbles the body into a body water and then pushes it down. Yeah. Why, won't well, sink? What, what, Why won't you say? What was so funny about it, this? This movie is oddly funny at times yeah. for me. But oh, like yeah. he he walks out of frame, the body's still flown, and just comes back with a stick, stick and just yeah. pushes it right because down. It's He's not like... <laughs> I feel like he's not doing it out of pleasure, you know? He's no, doing right. it because he has to. Yeah, he's an incompetent definitely. serial killer. Like, like, the things I do for the love. love. Courage <laughs> the cowardly dog, R.I.P. But, um, <laughs> Gosta sees the crime. Uh, sleeping, she saw it. So we get an introduction to Ellie. Mm-hmm. Ellie goes, um, Oscar asks, what's your name? She goes, my name is Ellie. Mm-hmm. I live next door to you. And we get this kind of burgeoning relationship between the two. Obviously, it's, yeah. I felt like it was believable too. They get along pretty well. Yeah, yeah. 
for good a, sense of humor. For Pretty a, sarcastic with each other. A group of youngins. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was believable chemistry for these 12-year-olds. Yeah. If I can speak as a teacher with, like, <laughs> all the ups and downs that are the romantic relationships between grade schoolers, but it happens. Um, and Ellie advises Oscar to hit back. Mm-hmm. You know, teach those bullies that they can't boss you around. Please hit them back. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll do it for you. And Oscar's <laughs> like, I don't know if I can, but... Since you asked me, maybe I can. Um, and he, we get another flash forward to him at school. He's learning Morse code. The teacher's like, oh, we're just reading The Hobbit in class nonchalantly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, call it a day, kids. With kind of a callback to vampirism in general. Yeah. With the whole keeping out of sunlight. Yeah, that was a good that, passage. That passage relates yeah. to vampirism. But she goes, Oscar, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I have work to do. I might as well just stay here. And she's like, fine, I'm going to lock up. Just lock the door. <laughs> After me. And he's learning Morse code to teach Ellie to communicate through the wall since they live next door to each other. Um, and then Oscar goes to the gym teacher. He's like, hey, can I can I join the weightlifting program? Mm. And the gym teacher's like, finally. Someone wants to join this weightlifting program with me. Come along, kid. Which I, I thought yeah. this guy was like Ollie, the uh, the, the janitor from, from Simpsons. Because he, yeah. like, he had that weird... like. <laughs> Phrasing of like sentences and words as if like he he wasn't originally from Sweden. Yeah. Groundskeeper Willie. Ground, groundskeeper. Wow, <laughs> it's been so. You're doing kids. What are you doing? Oh man, I just all pissed off all of our fans. All, all our Simpsons, Simpsons fans are gonna get after you, man. Well, I guess we just lost ten. Plow's my name. My name again is Mister Plow. There, I recovered it for you. <laughs> I'm a huge Simpson fan. Original one to ten. Mm-hmm. Not, not the new shit. Mm-hmm. I watch that shit. Oh. I just watched Marge vs. the Monorail on repeat. Monorail! Monorail! <laughs> Shut up, Marge. The mob is spoken. I'm more of a uh, Lisa Log. Oh, God. No, mm. Bart gets an F. If we're taking oh, yeah. a tangent, that, it's season one. That episode affected me as a oh, child. Yeah. Struggling. I was like, damn, cartoons could make me cry because mm. I was like, that's what I was going through. Mm. And then the rest is history. <laughs> but it happened. Um, so he's joining the, the weightlifting re- program. The rest is them-story, John. Them-story, yeah. I watched too much RuPaul for, for her-story. Sorry. Watch RuPaul, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's learning Morse code, does the weightlifting program, and eventually he goes on a first quote-unquote date with Ellie, and he offers her some candy from the butcher. <laughs> the butcher sells candy. Mm-hmm. And we see this cat in the corner growling at Ellie mm-hmm. on the outside. Mm-hmm. So we initially know, like, oh, cats Ad- are wary. Animals can sense evil. Yeah. <laughs> and cats are... <laughs> We'll get to cats, but cats are, <laughs> cats are, I did not remember this happening, but cats were the, the forte of this movie. Like, I, woo! Like, they get their, their comeuppance later. But, um, he offers some candy to Ellie and is like, oh, do you eat? And she's like, I can, I can try one. <laughs> but only one. I'm on this new diet, this new crazy diet. She eats it and then she's immediately, it's a transition to her vomiting <laughs> the side of like a restroom. And Oscar's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I cannot eat. And he's like, you want to make out? She's like, no, not really, Oscar, but we'll do it. And they make out, so they were like, just They didn't make out. Well, I mean, they're. They hug. He's like doing that Japanese thing with the hand depressed against the wall, like, kiss me now. <laughs> against the wall. It's a vine, a Japanese vine thing. Gotcha. But um, I felt like, you know, their relationship's amping up. Yeah. And we see that serial killer boyfriend is trying to get another kill for his love. Mm-hmm. And he goes to like this YMCA equivalent, the pool. I forget what it's called. It's like a weird the name. Bathhouse. Bath House. But, 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 yeah, the bad. The bad. Yeah. The bad. Um, and he goes there and he's just looking through the window in a great shot, mind you, where these young boys are playing basketball. And he's just licking his lips. Which one will I try next? <laughs> but it transitions. It's dark. Somehow he snuck in. 
And all the lights are going off, like, one at a time to signify, like, oh, shit's going down. Mm -hmm. And he's kidnapped this boy. He's ready to drain him. And this boy's friends come in from smoking. I'm like, what are you doing? Unlock the door. Let's go in. And, and he the, wakes up. And there's just, like, this great shot of him, like, saying, oh, my God. Like, the, the, the weird um, boyfriend to, to Ellie. guy. He mm -hmm. just sits down while, like, the, the boy is, like, waking up. And he's like, help me. Get me down from here. And he's just <laughs> sitting there and just, like. Scary. Like what God yeah. damn it! Like I can't day. do this anymore. No. And there's just like the the what's left of like that uh, little glass thing of, of acid. acid. Yeah, we 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 failed to mention that he does have a glass of acid mm -hmm. that he uses for some reason. And Ellie's like, I think it's more of an ace in the hole thing. Like mm. if he ever got caught, he would use it. True. Because that's going to use it to disfigure his uh, victim. victim. I don't think the victims, because he mm. says to Ellie before, like Ellie notices, and she's like, you really shouldn't do that. Like, mm. or something along the lines, like, she knows where this is going, and he knows where That's this true. is going. That's true, yeah, he mentioned that he's been seen yeah. with her. So, he's using yeah. it as almost an ace in the hole, like, I'll acid myself, get my face disfigured so no one can see me, mm -hmm. or this is kind of like the ace in the hole, like, I'll use this if I'm ever caught, which he does. Mm -hmm. He's caught by the police, even though I feel like he could have taken on those three teenagers yeah. and <laughs> gotten out of it scot-free, but he's like, you know, I've had enough killing. Let me just acidify myself. Yeah. And yeah. he does. Especially because he knows that, like, his time with her is kind of already over. Yeah. He mentions, uh, he, he asks her, like, could you please not see that boy tonight? Like, please, for me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that already shows, like, his heart is, you could pinpoint the exact heart, the exact time that his heart breaks in two. Mm -hmm. And um, so Oscar hears about this. Well, Oscar and Ellie hear about this on the news. Yeah. That... Um, a serial killer has been taken into captive and it's the Swedish government so he's not like watched by security or anything <laughs> he's just in a hospital bed like given his time um, and Ellie hears this and she goes to the hospital walks in with no shoes mind you and she's like I'm here to see my papa is papa here and the, the receptionist lady is like yeah he's on the seventh floor but do you need any more help sweetie and she's like no I'll leave and she walks out and the lady runs out and is like Oh, poor girl. Where did she go? And we see Ellie climb, climb up the walls. Spider-Man her Spider way up. exorcist style, just running up the walls. Let and me tell you, my roommate in college did that one time. Ran he, up the walls of yeah, the yeah, hospital yeah. building? We were on Beelzebub! The, uh, <laughs> it's this whole thing. It's like a, it's a friendly competition between like our dorm houses. But anyway, he... <laughs> Are you all spider people? <laughs> dorm in hell? No, no, no. It's like a, we were like throwing water balloons at each other. And for whatever it was reason... was holy water. He yeah. could have taken this thing. Yeah, we were trying to purify. <laughs> um, the power of Christ compels <laughs> you. Oh, you can't hit me? Oh, you liberals. <laughs> but no, he, he could have easily taken the stairs. But I don't... I guess he, he thought it was... the wall He thought it was too unsafe. Do. So he crawled up the walls to the second or third floor of okay. our dorm building. And everyone was looking on like... <laughs> Oh my god, he's really doing this, but he he did it. He made it through. Is, is he gonna fuck, man? Is Hold he, on. Is he, he wait? Is this he unbreakable? Would, <laughs> yeah. He would practice martial arts in like his spare time, like in our dorm room. So that means you can climb walls. Yeah. You can Naruto I mean, run up the walls. So he was on another level. I don't know. Did you document this? Is this yeah, Chronicle? This, <laughs> mm. this seems a little weird. Let's to see me. if I could find it on Google Photos. I'll search like climbing up wall. <laughs> see if he's there. Odd. Yeah. That's an odd story. That's what happens oh, when yeah. you do uh, capoeira. And that's my story like about uh, yeah, walls? being like, a roommate with a vampire. Was it like brick? Were there like ledges? Or were they like... How? How? It, Assassino! It was, <laughs> Assassino! <laughs> it, it was impressive. It was brick. Some Cirque du Soleil shit yeah. going on here. Ugh. College campus. I don't know. There was, yeah, we had a whole circus troupe too. 
my god. Like people joined recreationally. This is weird. Students. Well, enough of that. I went to clown school. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> enough of that tangent. Ellie crawls up the walls to her serial killer boyfriend, taps on the window, and is like, will you let me in? As we learn, like, she needs to be let in everywhere. That's mm. one of her her things, her, her kinks, her or whatever. <laughs> she needs to be let in. And even though he's disfigured, he gets out of the hospital bed, walks over to the window, <laughs> unlatches the hospital window, which doesn't work in America. You can't unlatch hospital windows. <laughs> like, they're locked, like, hotel windows and shit like it's that. It's also a different time. Different 80s. It was a, it was a different time back then. <laughs> and he can't talk, so he rips out, like, his, his oxygen air. tank. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I can't talk, but I did this for you. Obviously, they're like communicating through one another through like eyes and whatnot. Look at me, Damien. It's all for <laughs> you. Oh, my God, I love the Lee Rimrick. There's a, a talent that was gone too soon. She died too early. She plays the mom in that film, mm-hmm. but she's great. And Gregory Peck from a, uh, um, what's my favorite novel? To Kill a Mockingbird brought to the film. Oh, okay. Gregory Peck stars in that too. Oh, I didn't know that. I watched the first scene of that. Was he Atticus? <laughs> yes, he's Atticus Finch before Ghost at a Watchman, which is one of my. Oh well. We don't talk about the sequel that they discovered in her attic and oh, published. Oh yeah, the um, yeah. I where know. it makes uh, Atticus a, a, uh, a racist, a positive racist. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> essentially, she goes, "I do." Uh, he goes, "I do this all for you, my love," and she. Whips him out the window. Well, she, she she like bites him. Yeah, she feeds on yeah. him first. Yeah, and then and, whips him out the, the window. And then he just takes a hard landing, yeah. and it's oh, awesome. Yeah. He like hits his neck first against the yeah, object. It's and, gnarly. Oh yeah, yeah. but like good, even his face is pretty gnarly. Like that was he's a good practice. He's, effect, he, he looks After the acid. It, it looks very like if um, you've seen Dark Knight, which uh, now a lot of people have. Uh, it's the um. Uh, the Two Face look, yeah, Harvey you know, Dent. yeah. Mm. but uh, what what was it? Uh, uh, Eccleston. Uh, I don't. Oh, God, fuck his name. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron Eckhart, right? No, not, is it Aaron Eckhart? I yes, think so. I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> he it's, played a uh, milk in milk. Harvey Milk. Harvey no, Milk. no, that's Sean Penn. Oh shit! Oh, God, how drunk are we? Wait, I'm, why, why do I have we each had a cup each milk. I didn't have a cup I had, I, I had more than, I had really one. yeah, yeah more than a cup three times alright then <laughs> alright then I think it's oh, Aaron no, it is of, Aaron uh, Eckhart I think I'm thinking of Aaron, thank you for smoking yes that's Aaron Eckhart why he was hurrying why did I confuse that with milk <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I think they came out at the same time maybe <laughs> yeah maybe but are we talking about anything or do we continue no I just wanted to compare like dark Aaron Eckhart Two-Face to like the practical makeup did you hear that Heath Ledger or like rewatch that scene and then Harvey Dent doesn't recognize that Heath Ledger is the Joker until he takes the mask off yeah yeah it's like who do you think is this man like come the fuck on that always cracks me up it's like oh the Joker those movies are terrible no they're not they're good I love them hey I saw those movies in theater all three of them. Listen, mm-hmm. I, think, so I, I think they're the, fantastic. I think the first one's the best one, but that's still not saying much I for me. I think the third one's great. I think the second one's the best one. Oh, what? That's, that's what? Polar, that's, I mean, that's just my childhood mind. I, I don't watch comic book movies. That movie's awful. Third just for the sake, great. I'm not even comparing it to comics. It's just bad. I just remember Anne Hathaway tossing an apple going, here's a lesson, kid. No. Don't take apples from strangers. She, she, <laughs> and then biting the apple. She's not even that good. Neither is a Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You're back talking Anne Hathaway on this podcast. She'll come and get us. You guys remember I mean, I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt but... setting it up as Robin? Yeah. For a potential sequel? Uh, I wasn't feeling that. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hey, hey. But The Dark Knight was fantastic. Yeah. Fuck Batman. <gasps> Whoa. 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 Thanks, thanks Titans. On this podcast. 
That's going to go oh. right in my notes for this podcast. <laughs> Fuck Batman. Well, everyone's already over that right now. Uh, but anyway, speaking of which, The Dark Knight will be re-releasing an IMAX this no, year. It's not. No, it's not. As the uh, 10th anniversary. Matt's already got his tickets. How'd you know? Because you told me. Oh, oh my yeah. God, kill me now. Oh, yeah. I'm hey. so excited. I'm so hyped. They just want money. I watched the third one at the Liberty Center, Center of Science. Liberty Center Liberty, Science? Liberty Center, yeah. Liberty Liberty Center Science for Science Center. and the Arts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched it at the IMAX Dome. Oh, it was fantastic. I felt sick. <laughs> that means I vomited. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mark, what superheroes do I like? I like... Uh, Nothing. Apache Chief. Apache you like Max. Apache Chief. No, I like Apache Chief. <laughs> movie? He's been robbed. Uh, but Wait, Max get... the dog? <laughs> no, the straight, life is strange. <laughs> oh, Starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he was a true hero. <laughs> oh, God. Let's get back to the film. So, we flash forward to these adults, and they're having a hot, steamy sex session mm-hmm. in Sweden. And I forget their names. You have to remind There's me of their names. Wait, Jock Locke? Well, Jock's yeah, dead. G- and the woman. G- Gina? Yeah, Gina. Gina Virginia. So, Gina and, and Locke, Locke are having a thing. Mm. They're obviously like had relations before that. And everyone's right sweating and how and, cold it is. And Gina in a, a fit of passion or dream state goes, There's that kid. That kid that that man has and I feel like, you know, yeah. we should dig in a little bit deeper there. And Locke's like, Oh eh <laughs> or whatever <laughs> like shrugs that off, but she's like, you know, there's something else there. And we learn that Ellie and Oscar meet because Ellie's kind of starving now that her Serial killer friend's gone mm-hmm. and goes next door to um, Oscar and goes, You need to let me in. You need to let me in. You need to invite me in. And he does. And they have this weird. Eventually, at first, he's like, Yeah. What happens if I do? No, no, no. That's, that's later. That's later. Because yeah. this is when they're like having their shirtless scene. Never mind. Yeah. In, oh. Of in the night where they're like, you know, do they have sex at 12? No. Nah. No. It's more innocent mm-hmm. than that. From but- this kid from this guy yeah but nah. ellie re- reveals that she's a boy right you well know, oh, no she doesn't say that she says well, i'm not a girl she goes i'm not a girl which could be like i'm a vampire but yeah they implying that you know. yeah yeah but knowing from watching this i might have spoiled that a little bit in advance knowing that she's transsexual it, it was it wasn't spoiled for me but like yeah. just seeing i was like oh okay Right. That's yeah. another thing the novel actually makes a lot more clear, clear. and explicit mm-hmm. is that she was yeah. uh, like an in- a boy that got castrated boy a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Got oh, so it's yeah. pre-vampire before she got turned. I got you. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Vampire but rules. It makes sense that she's lived her life as a girl all this time, so she's kind of gotten accustomed to being that. Yeah. And they share a bed, and then Oscar asks, "Do you want to go steady?" Which is ooh, how how sexy and taboo. Are they gonna pin each other next? Is the nineteen fifties? <laughs> but it's cute, and it's a, a Harold Maude-ish relationship. I love that she's like, what, like you know, what? so go steady. That means like everything's exactly the same. Yeah, except like, her boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend. And she's like, all right, why not? <laughs> and uh, I'll give you this win, kid. Yeah, she also advises like you know, Oscar, you should really go into those bullies. I can say that they're bullying you. Like, otherwise, like, I'll step in. Like hit back. Yeah, she hit says. back. Otherwise, I'm gonna come, gonna fuck him up for you. Because like he uh, uh, earlier, like he was, uh, he was whipped like right outside of his he apartment. He was switched, yeah. which switched. Is, which is different. That's okay. like uh, they took a switch, which is a, a stick. It's very Spring Awakening, as I discussed. That's another German Swedish thing going on the play. If you wanna, not the musical, the original Spring's Awakening. But wait, I'm. I think I was thinking of the Rites of Spring. No, that's something else, that's, right? That's, that's a, a composition musical interlude from like Fantasia. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. 
Oh. Anyway. Well, Spring's Awakening is another like, oh, the, sexual... Oh, with the dancing flowers? Yeah. I guess so. I was yeah, thinking that's like, right yeah. to Spring. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of Firebird from Fantasia 2002. Okay. Which is the fire... No, well, not... Well, well, we could just... <laughs> <laughs> a different time on this podcast, but... Uh, um, anyways, they're taking a switch to him. Spring Awakening is all about, like, sexual awakening, which you can feel like these bullies oh. are kind of like... They, they're... Sadists slash masochists, they get pleasure from other people's pains, and that's oh, yeah. kind of like the, the crux of like these uh, closeted 1800-year-old, like, what's pain related to sex, like, mm. what's sexual awakening, and that's the whole the thing. I was getting very Swedish vibes from this film, huh. but I, I felt that was a, a connection, but she goes, you know what, I'm gonna fuck him up if you don't. <laughs> so, the next day, we flash forward, and the kids are going on a field trip to an ice, uh, uh, an icy lake, yeah. which is perfectly safe by 80s <laughs> standards, especially Swedish. Yeah, and they're going skating. Going skating, <laughs> and I go, Christmas time! Because <laughs> it's a Charlie Brown Christmas special where all the kids are skating on the, the lake, and I found that hilarious. Although the song skating, I will maintain, is clearly superior. I think they play it on radio maybe once a year mm, on uh, during Christmas time. I've never the song, heard. It's the instrumental from the uh, Vince Guaraldi trio. It's like do 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 do. No, I don't know it. what you're but talking about. The, the, main melody, the main melody is the one that goes like um, having a wonderful Christmas time. Is that <laughs> <it>? <laughs> that's that's the one. Of, the Beatles. No, like, <laughs> that's what I think of when I go to Christmas. Oh, it's the one that goes listen. I'm not a musician. No, I think I know, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Dun, I have dun, no dun, idea. Dun, 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 I got a lesson for you, kid. He picks up this big fucking stick. Was that the? But that's the stick that um. The switch. Hakan was using to. To poke the dead guy into the water. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good pick up on that. Good pick up on that. He stole it from the house, maybe. I think it was just like around. Just there. I think it just found it. Yeah. Well, maybe it relates to another another thing going on later on in the film. A mm. few a few minutes later, but he whips Connie across the face. Connie's the bully. Oh yeah. And like breaks his like, ear. It, yeah. Breaks he, his spirit. I think yeah. Connie's like screaming at this point. Ah! I love it. Oh, I love man. it. You're hearing two different screams though at the same time. That was a really cool effect. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, because the, the young kids have gone off to the bathroom mm -hmm. and they discover a, a dead body frozen in the lake. Mm -hmm. So the screams emerge at the same time. So yeah. it's a good, you, you know. You see like one chaperone go one way and another one go, go the other way. way. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. And then... Uh, what well, we get a reveal the dead body that that's that's an, which is so comical to me because they cut around the dead body yeah exactly the the, the ice is still ice <laughs> oh I found so much so much of this movie so comical but like <laughs> in the best way just how it's used yeah, yeah it was comical in all the right places I feel mm -hmm. it, it was enough brevity like it wasn't too heavy. It was a little bit like Fargo comedy, where it's like these these people don't really know how to be serial killers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they cut the ice. Uh, and we get this corpsicle, and I have down oh cats, I have down cats. I guess, is that the Virginia scene? No, because at first hmm. she she well, reveals it, we, we that we get there. We're, yeah, we're, she we're reveals just she's a vampire or something first, right? Because there's that echo effect where she's he screaming, cuts he cuts his hand cuts his hand yeah. Because then, like, now he has, like, newfound thing. He's, like, he's lifting, lifting weights a lot more. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, he meets up with her. And then, like, he decides to, like, cut his hand. He's, like, oh, nothing can hurt me now. Or it's, like, hey, now let's, uh, why don't you do it? And uh, then she, like, she freaks out and sees the blood. And she starts, like, licking it off the You're floor. You're, like, go! Run! 
I am not a woman. Which reminded me of Monkey Bone. Uh, oh, did. Or like met, met Hot when, take. Yeah, when Monkey Brendan Bone. when Brendan Fraser is like let out of uh, his that uh, prison cell, and then uh, Kitty hit one of his like I guess creations hmm. uh, uh, eats like the mouse guard, and she's like, "Go, just go." Brendan Fraser, man. Uh, he's he's still around. He was in he's, that one thing. right? He's he in a big comeback. Yeah. Currently, but he, I heard he got fat. Well, well he got assaulted. Well, you know, I heard he, he threw his back out or something like that, so he couldn't like be as intense. That I don't know about, but like, no, he he's hashtag me too. Also, yeah, he got touched. Oh my God, who wow. didn't get touched? Mm. Pushing daisies. Does he touch you? Wink, wink. When you watch Pussy Daisy, that like, oh, I, 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 I don't I'll remember that one. Kristen Chenoweth, does he touch you because she wants to get touched? Oh, okay. In a really place. And I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times. It's a good one. Mm. But anyways, so then we get to the cats after she's revealed himself. Or oh, we, we're we we're just, almost there. We I mean, get, we're, like, we get flash, back. We, we get, get back, like flashes. We get back to the apartment because yeah. then like uh, Locke and uh, Gina, Gina. Gina. Are, are in uh, Gustav's apartment where like he oh, who, who he witnessed the murder from, and they're just yeah. kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, like chilling. Yeah, just and, talking about it. And he's like, shit. like oh, uh, uh, Jacques was such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Now I have nothing in my life, and his lo- wife is sitting right next to him, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You bastard!" And she runs out, and he's chasing after her, and yeah. she's like, "No, I won't have any of this." And then who drops down right on top of Gina? But Ely. <gasps> that's a good effect too I felt like like while they're stupid like yeah. the vampire like they're literally just falling or jumping like I felt like yeah. it worked mm-hmm. especially when I watched this the first time and I didn't know it was coming I was like oh right, like yeah. where's it coming from and it's funny like it happens in public yeah like and like there's people around because all these drunkards are going like home after one another yeah and I think that's still why happens. that's why like uh, Ili mm. Ili and uh, Hakan her like guardian I think that they kind of needed each other because he although he wasn't great at killing he was decent at like hiding bodies and things like that but yeah. she's not concerned about it at all yeah like from her first she kill just it there. and no one's yeah. like after her they just know this child is like attacking people and causing them to be ill yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. but like police doesn't know law enforcement doesn't know it's just this group of friends mm-hmm. so uh, obviously she gets being uh, eaten or bitten yeah. sorry and the next day, she's in her room, and a slight like beam of sunlight is hitting her head, and she goes, oh, this burns. And mm-hmm. she goes, let me open the shade to see if this is really what's happening. She opens the shade and goes, ah, the sun, she burns. Am I a vampire? And that's all we hear from Jania in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar goes off to visit his dad, who is a drunkard, but we see that he gets along well with his dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, playing games. You know, when he's not drunk, they're having fun. So, you know, it's a little more somber, like... If he would have had a father figure in his life, maybe this would have gone a little bit differently mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, Dad's drinking buddy comes along. And he, and he just kind of like wa- sh- shimmies in, and he's like, "Hey!" Yeah. And as if like it's almost total stranger. And then he's he just kind of looks at the kids like, "Oh, Oscar's here," you know. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, "I guess we're gonna ruin the moment of us our drinking or whatever." Yeah. But he still takes out the bottle. And they're just. I wonder how bad a drunk he is because we never really see him drunk. We just see him drink that one bottle of vodka yeah, as we drank on the podcast or whatever clear liquid <laughs> ever clear i don't know age appropriate beverages yeah but he and then i find it funny that oscar hitchhikes home yeah <laughs> he just goes out to the snow like whatever <laughs> like uh this is a normal thing for me um and then we who find, knows maybe it is maybe he's used to it oh yeah after so many course. years when your dad's mm. a drunker you gotta hitch home oh yeah um, it was before uber yeah <laughs> 
was way before Uber. But Jania goes out into the snow and she's searching through and she's like, Where's that blood? I need my fix. I need my fix. So she goes where the first murder happened and she gets a little blood in the snow and she's like, Ooh, this is good shit. I need more. I need more. She's like rubbing her teeth with hey. it. <laughs> Got her coke off. It's like, oh. Eyes oh. roll back in the back of her head. That's good shit. Yeah, but Janina's like, I need more. So she goes to her friend's house, whoever's their name, the guy with the cats. Go- Ghosta. Uh, ghost, yeah, Ghosta. Whatever. That's your job is to remember the Swedish names for me. And the cats are going to be like, <laughs> don't let her in, don't let her in. And she's standing in the doorway. This is a very, I love the way this scene is shot though. Mm, because yeah. she's standing in light and then she walks in, the, the lights go out. It's like, why did they go out? Like, are they a timer? Yeah. Like, mm. what, how long was she standing there? And she comes in and all these CGI yeah, cats come and attack It's really, it's some of them are obviously puppets, but like the, all, the look of her covered in all these Woo! cats and she falls down the steps. <laughs> I do not remember this. Oh, and yeah. it's like straight out of cat when they see Jack cats come and just maw her. I love it. And no one questions it. She's just sent off to the ho- like it, insane it, it's like, ward. It, in the yeah, hospital. it's immediate cut to her like like strapped, strapped down. to a bed. <laughs> but it's like I did not remember oh, these yeah. cats coming out of nowhere, and I find that odd that I did not remember that. <laughs> the, the the one image of the cat like biting her yeah, leg. Yeah, it's like a, C- oh, yeah. <laughs> a CGI. Like, so like Oh, but I, I lived for that scene. I, I wonder if this movie was intentionally made to, like, make people laugh at some of these, like, really, like, like, like scenes that just add so much, like, Yeah, that, or it could effect. just be, like, early 2000s, like, Swedish special effects, because, yeah, I don't like, think this had a big budget at all. Yeah, if it had a bigger budget, I, but, I feel like it would be more serious, but, like, come on, how can you not laugh at cats, like, mauling this woman who oh, tumbles yeah. down the stairs? <laughs> like, it's too funny it's to so be a funny. thing. And, alright, so we get to, Ginny is in the hospital, and then Ely goes to Oscar's house, and Oscar asks, are you a vampire? He puts two and two together. She goes, you know what? I'm not human. I am a vampire. You have to invite me in. And he invites her in, or goes like, what would happen if I didn't invite you in? And what happens, Matt? Oh, she almost explodes in a pool of blood. <laughs> oh no! Like this, this is horrifying to me. Yeah, this was the. I feel like this was like, the most intense it, scene in the film. It's it's some hard focus and like blood, co- like like merging out of her skull. Her eyes is the most like gra- graphic for me. Like God, yeah. Jesus, eyes, so, nose, anywhere. And I was I was I was trying to tell Mark the vampire canon's different in every film. Yeah, and that like that, the that, rules don't follow the same rules every film. And that yeah. that preceded me to keep asking questions to annoy everybody. <laughs> But no, you weren't annoying. No, 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 that, that's no, that, different. But that was the intention. Yeah, because vampires <laughs> and werewolves piss. are originally like synonymous, like they meant the same thing. True. And then they diverged into two separate categories, mm. depending on the culture. Mm. But I just found it interesting. Mm. Like it was really intense. Like with True Blood, I'm gonna use that as uh, that's an awful show. But I love awful television, so I've seen every season of yeah, True you Blood. You know what? I watched like six or seven seasons. As but... soon as I saw him like fast forward walk, is, I was like, I'm done. That show is <laughs> awful, but at the same time, wonderful. In True Blood, all that happens is like I revoke my invitation, and they go no, and like yeah. fast forward out the out the door. So it's different in that. I canon. hate that. Yeah, but they did it well here. Apparently, that was a really hard scene for them to decide. Like how they were going to do it, but eventually it drew praise from critics from, like, how they I felt like it. they did it well. Yeah, I think it was originally, like, oh, this is intense. I don't remember. I think originally... Well, we, we also, like, combined two scenes, too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like we jumped ahead a little, because, like, uh, revealing she... she Well, she revealed, like, she, oh, I'm a vampire, but, like, her, uh, her coming to his house and, like, 
coming inside and oh, her yeah. bleeding. It's a, it, that came came a little bit later. Yeah, mm. that came after I think the burst in the flames scene. Oh well, I have the burst in oh, the flames. Oh, that's next. good. That's Spoilers. that's one of like the big images. That's of course, that's yeah. all I remember. That, that's that, what, was awesome. that and like the other thing that happens later are the two things that I remember mm. from this film like avidly. Yeah, for um for Ely kind of suffering from that lack of an imitation from her uh, dripping blood everywhere blood gushing out of her uh, the director originally wanted to omit this scene from the film entirely but wow. the book author who you know assisted on the screenplay here was adamant that it had to be included so basically the director didn't want to tackle it at all um, he was initially nervous about it and in post-production with the sound effects and the music he actually said uh the scene looked very American in a bad way. Mm. You mean like, John Avid Lindquist? Uh, no, the director, Thomas oh, Alfredson, <laughs> Never thought that. Not the author. But uh, eventually, you know, they tweaked it a lot, and the end result drew praise from critics. They, mm. they liked how it was done. Very effective. Yeah. Uh, Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian described it as a hemophilia of rejection. Oh, oh. Wow, that's why they pay him the bib bucks. Yeah. Harsh words. But we do learn how Ely has been surviving all this time. She has this Fabergé egg that has like solid gold in it that I felt like yeah. could have been, it could be in the book, so maybe like that's why it's not cut, but I feel like yeah. that could have been cut. I mean, little. well, it was only just because of the CGI. The CGI was awful. I'm like, they could have <laughs> like, got a practical effect I, on that Fabergé egg. They really could have got a practical like, effect on that. put a puzzle that. cube together and put a gold <laughs> thing in the middle and be like, that's like, it. Oh, this is a Hatchimal. Oh, this could buy a <laughs> nuclear power plant. Plant Like, I didn't need that. That was the only scene I was like, all right, we can nix this. Like, but I was like, kind of satisfied with the explanation of her just taking people's wallets. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, her victim's you know, wallets. Like, they didn't live in like... A, a paradise of mm. richity or whatever. Mm. They lived in like the squalor little apartment that's barely furnished. They lived at Centrum. Yeah, she sleeps in a bathtub for crazy. But, um, I'm gonna go off on a small tangent here, Ooh. like because uh, this movie was giving me uh, vibes of another vampire oh, I've film. Seen one walks home and yeah, a girl, a girl, a girl walks home alone at night. Yeah. Uh, this Great movie. movie, this is uh, this came out. Um, one, oh, 2014. Yeah. Sorry, I just pulled up the wiki page, and uh, it it got. It got some pretty good uh, praise at, at, at uh, Sundance. Mm-hmm. I like it uh, some uh, to a point. It, it ends uh, and begin uh, a lot. It's very similar in tone yeah, and like especially just like uh, the girl's apartment uh, in, in the movie compared to this one. A lot of trinkets along the wall. Even some scenes like uh, that mirror each other in terms of like how, like how, when they're alone together or like when there's music playing mm. or even uh, even kind of like how it ends uh, with the two of them together too yeah. so mm-hmm. it's uh it's very evoking of it and uh i i i would say i would recommend this i would give it a watch interesting yeah i haven't seen it i'll like, check that out i think you'd like that film too it's a it's, a, it's middle eastern what, what it's a from? it's a persian, persian. uh persian american yeah. uh western film as it's yeah. described but uh no it's a hmm. uh, it's it's a it's a it's a good recommend it's like it's all black and white than this though it didn't have all these layers but mm, i felt like okay. it worked too yeah as a vampire film because as we know i've seen <laughs> a lot of vampire films in my days but um, we flash forward to Jania in the hospital. She goes, oh, the kid's infected. You have to do me a favor and go after that kid. But while you're here, could you open the blinds for me? Mm-hmm. And whoever, her lover, I forget his name. That's your I job. Lock. Just the... Lock. Lock. But that was Lock. A, it was the oh, doctor. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, the, the doctor. The doctor, doctor opens the blinds. But she does tell Lock beforehand, like the kid's infected. 
That's how Locke knows to go to the the kid's house and, like, Mm. search there. At first, I thought this was going to turn into, like, oh, like, now we have vampire versus vampire now. But nope, nope. Oh, she just wants to die. That that would be too American. Release me! Jania is smarter than we give her credit for because she realized she's a vampire and automatically does not want to live with that burden on her. She's like, you know, lift up the curtain and we get this fantabulous shot of her burning in her her bedroom just on fire, like... Like, it's a very Nightmare on Elm Street, like, fire mm-hmm. plummeting to the ceiling backdraft. I was like, yeah, yeah awesome some good shot. shit right here. Um, I just felt like that was cool. Oh, yeah. And then we get the bleeds without being let in scene. Sorry, yeah. I, I, I merged them together. Um, don't kill... And, and we learn that Ely is a boy. Yeah. She goes... Because she's changing. Which, I, it was almost like a blink and you miss it kind of yeah. uh, kind of imagery. And yeah. it's and it's oh, a hard yeah. focus on it, too. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, she has the scars right where her pubic region would be. Mm-hmm. So, obviously she's been castrated and changed into a girl before she was turned. Otherwise it wouldn't yeah. have healed thanks to the lore of no. this... Is this props to Oscar because he don't give a fuck? Yeah, no, no very progressive. Like, I don't Swedish like, 80s. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now is it to say because I didn't look this up? Is this is a girl actress that's that's yeah. playing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Although I will mention, I was going to mention this later as a piece of trivia, but I think it works now. Um, I think John kind of picked up on this back when he was describing when we first encounter Ely's uh, Ely's interaction with Hakan with her guardian <laughs> oh. or you know. Her, her older guy. Yeah, her older gentleman friend. And they're like talking and kind of yelling and you picked up on that. You picked up on her voice, basically. Yeah. So the actress they casted for this movie, the, you know, young actress, the director actually thought that her voice was too high-pitched so all mm-hmm. of her dialogue was overdubbed by another actress. Yes. Really? An older actress with a lower mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. Wow. The more I, you know. I think it definitely comes alive in. Uh, there's this one scene where she's like yelling, yelling at, at him, like, guardian. "What did you do to yeah, me? Yeah. Like, why did you?" Yeah. That definitely that sounded sounds, more masculine mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, mm-hmm. all other lines too. I love a good gender play. Wow, what's going on? I love that. Oh yeah. Um, but after that, Lot goes to visit Ellie. Goes, you know what? I heard about this kid from my my ex lover who burned to death in front of my eyes. So mm-hmm. something's amiss. I won't call the cops. I'll just go look by myself. And he. Goes into the apartment, and we get this wonderful scene where uh, Oscar's underneath the table, which I didn't remember. Yeah. Like, it's a pan down. He's yeah, I guess, the table. I guess he's been staying with yeah, her. Yeah, because that's why fall. the mom's so pissed off, because she's like, where were you? Mm-hmm. Like, all these days, I haven't seen you. Mm-hmm. But uh, Oscar's under the table, and then he approaches the bathroom, unlocks it, and finds Ely sleeping in her coffin. Goes, I can't see shit! Opens the window, and she goes, ah! And <laughs> Oscar's like, no! With his pocket knife, and then Ely kills him and, so, and then oscar oh, just yeah. like slowly just closes Backs the door away. yeah, yeah. He's like, she's got yeah. this that laissez-faire <laughs> attitude like eh, i didn't kill him but you know yeah. <laughs> it happens i'll do it for love and you know it's just that relationship like how much you're willing to give for your lover your 12 year old 3000 year old lover however <laughs> old she is and i don't know i felt it was sweet it was like oh yeah. like mm-hmm. but they flashed to the dead body it's like oh we're gonna have to clean that up later <laughs> but it was cute I mm-hmm. thought it was believable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's speculated that Ely, it's never mentioned, never really confirmed, but it's speculated that she is about two to three hundred years old. Yeah. I don't know why they determined this. I don't know what their theories are behind it, but I think it's mentioned in the novel. Like she Could just be. mentions it in passing. Yeah. Like, I'm this old, this is what ha- I think it goes into detail like what happened to her. Yeah, it's probably a lot more backstory. Yeah. She's a, read. she's an Edward Cullen. <laughs> I kinda like this with <laughs> I kinda like this without a uh, backstory though. 
Yeah. The film, it just seems very, like, tight. Yeah. You, you no, can, it makes you think, you know. You can put yeah. the, the facts in your own head in terms of, like, how, yeah, how old she blanks. might be. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You don't need to read the book either. I feel like it works as its own. I think so. But I would read the book as I, <laughs> an avid reader. But um, uh, Oscar goes back home, like, nonchalantly, like, I'm grown up now. And his mm-hmm. mom, we get, like, the silent shot of her screaming at him, like, where were you? I've been so worried. He just goes to his room and is like... I'm older than this now. Yeah, he's like, closing see, the door behind him. Yeah. Sees the cab leave, too. Yeah, uh, yeah Ely leaves. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know why. like, Because she comes back in a hot minute. But Well, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, she did for love. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Well, there is a dead guy in her apartment now. True. <laughs> yeah. So maybe she had to get the, get the fuck out. But, I don't know. Like, it felt odd that she left and then came immediately back. Yeah. That is like, a little that's a little odd, but we do get this nice bookend with like the film opened on snowy, and Mark goes like, "Oh, is the film over?" Because it's the same yeah. shot with the snow, mm-hmm. but we have like a slight bit more. We need to get to that that moment of like oh, that happens before. Does it? Yeah yeah, 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 right before. Yeah, but but it happens before this big moment, right? No, the snowy thing happens after that. What? Yeah, yes, yes. It, what? That, that's yeah. Matt's right. It happens right I before do not the train. That. Why did I write it before then? Oh, it does happen before the train. No, it. Are you sure? It happens before the train. There's what? two different moments. Oscar oh. is, uh, he has his hand on the, on the glass. On glass. Yeah, yeah the that's window. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. And that happens before this. Yeah. Okay. So then we get to the final kind of act of the film, the final mm-hmm. moment, where the bullies, Connie and company, and his brother, who we mentioned is their bullying Connie, kind yeah. of like it's like, that's his relationship he gets at home, so what does yeah. he know better? Like the bullies right. learned, like it's a, a circle of hate. But it looked, but it seemed pretty casual the way it, the interaction was. It did, was. but you could see where it could go, like dark, yeah, oh, yeah. and where it came from. Ooh, dark. We're but first, show. <laughs> <laughs> we're first introduced to them, like um, Connie's. I was about to call him Billy. Headlocking. On it's Connie's. Billy from Strange with Things. Yeah, exactly. Billy. Like Connie's brother, yeah, comes up behind him and has him in a headlock. Yeah, so we can see, while. like, oh, he gets this shit at home, so that's why he's lashing out. Definitely. As a teacher, I'm like, oh, this could all be explained. Like, no one's in the wrong here. <laughs> They're just children, but. Connie and company call up Oscar and go, hey, let's go to the pool. I forget how they get him there. It's just like... They pretend to be like a teacher or something yeah, for a lesson. I don't know how that would work because he knows the teacher's going to be there. And, like, you know, he's doing this weightlifting, like, calisthenic thing after school to build up, like, his muscle mass. Yeah. And the boys get him there. And it's an 80s swim aerobics class with (laughs) only Oscar the teacher and these two girls and the side doing it. So it's three people in this whole YMCA whatever the bullies walk in, they, they set a fire outside so the teacher runs out and doesn't catch them, like, you know, like, drowning or potentially drowning Oscar. Yeah. And they tell the girls to scram and they just do. Yeah. And I, I found that hilarious. And then, essentially, Connie's brother goes up to Oscar and is like, you know, we're going to play a little game. I'm going to hold your head under the water for three minutes and then mm-hmm. once you get that, I'll leave you alone. But obviously he's trying to drown him. Because who can hold their breath but, above three minutes besides Shelley Winters and Poseidon's adventure, which I learned about. But like he tells him where it's like, oh, if you don't, where it's like, uh, I'll poke out one of your eyes. Yeah. Or it's yeah. like, oh, an eye for an ear. Because like his oh, ear's yeah, fucked. An eye, an eye for an ear, I have that written <laughs> down too. That's fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. These bullies, these Stephen but, King bullies that just bully for bully's sake. But uh, no, he does it, and and then uh, as as it's happening, you know, like oh, all all, all the kids, like even uh, except for the even one, Co- even there's, Connie. There's one that's like 
you know, he's like, no, he back, he, he, he completely yeah. backs he away. He starts but, like but crying the, in the corner. But the two kids, even Connie, uh, especially, it's like, like, oh, like uh, we could stop because, and the older brother's like, no, no, let's let's still do it. But like, he still has a like the older brother still has like kind of a look on his face where it's like, oh shit, I'm I'm hurting this kid. Yeah, should I keep doing this? Yeah, and then what happens? Yeah. Ellie comes in she fucks oh, things yeah. up in like one of the best scenes mm-hmm. like you don't, I even, remember, you don't ever see her yeah you just see uh, I like her the, damage I love, oh, and I think they do it slightly awesome. different in the American version I think it's oh, like really? edited mm. like where I think it's just the head it's not like all the other stuff too it's like you just see a head in the background or mm. whatever which is which is like it takes balls to do but like mm. in this scene we have the one kid like picked up over the water dragged yeah. back yeah. kicking and screaming <laughs> All while it's underwater, so it's like, oh, what's going on? Then we see like an arm fly off, and then we see a, a head, head fly off. Set, oh my! And then, oh, uh, you know, he, oh. he gets lifted up, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, Ellie, it's Ellie looking into some, my eyes, some like, droplet, droplet, droplets of blood, and then we we have a nice pan up, yeah, uh, of the just the massacre and like the one boy crying in the corner so like obviously she could tell like who's evil and who is not like she she has mercy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so it's not I, like, and I wanted a more like close up image, but the the, the image <laughs> I want to see the, the uh, fucked uh, up shit. Yeah, yeah, but like it, oh. but it works so well, like yeah. how it is, where it's like, god damn, like, like I'm surprised it Great. doesn't have like an NC seventeen rating. Hmm. No, I mean, you, the, it was two thousand eight. I mean, you was, killed kids. <laughs> you killed twelve year olds. Eh, kids die. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen worse. If but, it were closer up, maybe it would have gotten one. Yeah, mm. it wasn't yeah. no hereditary shit. But it was also yeah. a, a, what a Swedish film released in America. Nobody was watching it anyway. They could have yeah. given it a G rating; would have been fine. But it was a great scene. Yeah. It's a scene I remember from this film. Oh I, yeah, it's. Uh... I will say, for that to be the climax, I was anticipating like a little more build up and maybe a little more tension um, in Oscars like ability to hold his breath underwater it seems like he was actually doing a pretty yeah, decent job of it, pulling it out, i think man. i wanted i would have wanted to see him struggle more i so always do that i stakes. mean this is a weird quirk of mine but whenever there's like a breath held underwater scene do you always like in like frequent watches like hold your breath to see if you can hold your breath <laughs> as long that's something i always do yeah I i'm like i can never do it it's like and i'm a good i'm, I'm an okay swimmer like i've swam a lot in my life mm-hmm. that's one of the sports i went into but I can't like, mm. and it, it always like like you can always play with like time like oh did really take this long right. but like and this this is one one shot so it's like obviously that kid held his breath for a little while at least yeah was, exactly I mean I give that kudos that's a good skill to have mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to me I, I've never tried that but I think it's because I'm awful at holding my hold breath, my breath. Yeah. Over, over above water underwater and doesn't no matter. one wants to drown <laughs> yeah but our film ends. Mm-hmm. applicably that's a great scene to end on almost and we get the snow sorry pardon me before mm-hmm. we get the snow scene mm-hmm. which is a bookend to the film and we find that oscar's on a train with ellie in a, a box doing morse code to her yeah and mm-hmm. it's just like oh does the cycle begin anew because we could see that her serial killer ex-lover maybe she was the original oscar and like did this whole shit before got at the young age so where yeah. is it going to now very possible very yeah. possible but uh, apparently what they do what she taps out in morse code is kiss the Ooh. word kiss. Mm-hmm. kiss and he responds puss, puss, in french he responds with puss, puss which puss. is small kiss in swedish oh wow and french yeah. french is puss 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 puss, puss. <laughs> so there you go <laughs> kiss Ooh. me 
But, this uh, is going to get an NC-17 rating. <laughs> <laughs> How cultured we are. I, I loved it. And for final thoughts, I mean, I, I feel like it's a great film. I'm glad that Matt recommended it, especially since I've seen it before, so I wouldn't have to be like, oh, I'm watching this movie for the first time. i got to take detailed notes and know what's going on. Yeah. And I really want to read the book. It's on my bucket list. It's on my list. Mm, so nice. I intend to read the book. Very nice. Mm-hmm. What did we think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, it was the first time uh, me watching it. Uh, I said earlier while we were watching it, where the only kind of relation I have with this is from the American remake. I never saw it. I only mm. saw. I know it more from the trailer. So that's where I kind of picked up the vibe of like where this was going, and mm-hmm. it was it was it was super cool, super. Um, uh, intense in a lot of places. Uh, I, I laughed at it, but like I wasn't like laughing, laughing at it as if like, oh, this is terrible. Like I was laughing just for the fact of like what was happening, uh, uh, and I don't know, sort of out of comedic effect, but mm-hmm. it was it was all genuine. I liked it, uh, and yeah. Um, I don't really have much more to say on it, really. It was, it was nice. a really good Are film. Are we ever going to hate something on this podcast? I mean... Maybe my next choice. Oh boy. Wink, wink. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised that we, we had a pretty good time with it. I was expecting it to be like a lot more somber and, you know, not yeah. snowman territory. Well, but... snowman is a comedic romp through this uh-huh. huge countryside <laughs> with Harry Hole and his friends. But this was good. We had a, we had a good time watching it, I feel. Uh, mm. Shared some laughs. Some, some tears. Some booze. Some gasps. <laughs> I'm going uh, for gasps. <laughs> let's see. Speaking of gasps, I guess I can get into... Uh, apparently the sound design in this film was, yeah. was lauded a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was analog effects and not really digital. They recorded... Um, they recorded various things. Like biting noises. It would be... Uh, the sound of people biting into like sausages mm. or Ooh. apples and just things like that. And... Uh, let me see. That's what I picked up on, especially after the scene after um, uh, Ellie's uh, older man, uh, like said, like <laughs> older friend, older man. I think I th- it's after it's like, oh, like uh, don't don't go see him, don't go see Oscar, okay. and, and he turns his back and me just like bites into an apple. Oh so yeah, it's like, I didn't notice that. So mm. yeah. pick up. Yeah, like yeah, there's a whole bunch Sound of things. Sound design's good. And they they wanted to, I don't know how they did it, but they wanted to bring the atmosphere really close to the actual actors um i guess like the microphones and things like that so that you could actually hear things like heartbeats or Mm. um i don't know like very breathy noises Mm -hmm. things that would normally be low in the mix they wanted to amplify that so that's pretty it was it won some awards for quote nightmarishly great sound Mm -hmm. and um let's see a couple of other things that i wanted to mention yeah, there's some interesting things with lighting that I won't really get into, but if you know if you're a lighting buff, definitely <laughs> feel free to check it out. Specifically, something they call spray light, which they claim to have invented, but Ooh. who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just a pause for dramatic effect. Well, John, you even mentioned the the lighting before when uh, the che- um, Gina enters the room. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that nice lighting change. I mean, there. as a tech theater teacher, I don't know a lot about lighting, but <laughs> I get it. Like, you know, I get mixing colors and whatnot. I did find that, like, that was one of my favorite effects. Mm-hmm. It's just like, why are the lights... Like, it could be, like, a psychological thing, too. Like, the mm-hmm. lights aren't really going out. It's just, like, to build to this scene. It's almost like a play, which is why I want to see the play version of this, just mm-hmm. to see how they manage it on screen. Like, are these murders, like, you know, are they done on screen or, or on stage or whatever? But, you know, it stands out to me. Yeah, I was a little bit thinking, I don't really think this would apply, but, you know, if she is a vampire, what kind of rules that would have for 
like, looking in mirrors and like yeah. sensors and things like that. Like if the yeah. lights were motion sensor activated, <laughs> if they you know just went off because they didn't see her. Because she's not there. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a that could be something. Um, I think oh, one funny little tidbit was that uh, the author of the book and the director. Hold on, I got this. You mean <laughs> Jean Avedie Lindquist and Thomas Alfredson. <laughs> Who's Thomas, uh, Paul hey, Thomas Anderson? Yeah, you had the much harder job. Yeah. <laughs> that was easy. Um, they admitted that they do not like or care for vampires. <gasps> oh, it's pretty interesting. Oh, my it's, God. Uh, really, I think it's pretty fascinating how they treat it in this film. Because it does the kind of seem. Well. I it's think like, so. You know, they it's, do it's it effective. very, very well. Yeah. Um, anything I think that they could have, that would have come out as kind of cheesy, like. Her flying, we never really see it. Yeah. We see her climbing, which is pretty. I think it's that's well done. We don't see her flying, but it's you know she mentions it. It's implied. It's subtle, mm. which I really like. The last thing I'll do uh, is apologize because I don't know which subtitles th- this the Hulu version came with. Yeah, I don't know which subtitles the Hulu version came with. That's how we watched this. Um, actually, no commercials, which I was uh, yeah. thankfully mm. surprised by. Mm. So yeah, go on, go buy a Hulu <laughs> subscription. Yeah, or audience. steal someone's. <laughs> or that <laughs> wink wink but um I don't know which ones they use but this slipped my mind I do recall it a few years back there was a big controversy with the DVD subtitles uh, the director called it a quote turkey translation and so many people an online <laughs> people online were furious about how bad it's done apparently it was overly simplified Ooh. English compared to well, the original. Well, a turkey could have translated this. <laughs> Twelve monkeys in a room. The was born. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like that was probably the one we watched because the English. There was a butchered English with the the gym teacher. Though. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but oh, that was, that was yeah, it was school. intentional. That was intentional. At first, I thought it, was. it wasn't intentional. Because oh. even the, was a foreigner. She's one of the teachers it. was like, yeah, trying oh, okay. to correct. Yeah. It was when they went ice skating. Interesting. Yeah. But um, I think we probably watched the worst subtitles, but I don't know. I, I didn't feel like I missed out on anything. I feel like it kind of added to the the atmosphere. It was kind of mm-hmm. blunt, you know, very simple, very plain spoken. We got the gist I, of the story. I, I wasn't yeah. some. I was going into this not expecting a lot of like dialogue, and I, I mm-hmm. think that's what was pretty cool about it. Yeah, you know, it was. It was. You know, it was simplified, but like in the best way. I, I would want to find a version with the theatrical subtitles that people much preferred, uh, by and large. But you know, uh, I don't think I've seen that yet, and I still really like this film. So hopefully, if I ever do catch that, I just like it more. Mm. And well, that would have been a good last piece of trivia to end on. Oh no! But I forgot one more. Uh, are any of you guys Morrissey fans? No. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Matt's here. I, 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 I'm, Morrissey. I, I, I'm not Mor- actually Morrissey esque fan. Yeah. More so than not. <laughs> I think ah! I'm more of a Smiths fan than a Morrissey fan. But apparently, the title for this one comes from a Morrissey song. The English translated title comes from an Morrissey song called "Let the Right One Slip In." Oh, wait a minute! Ooh. I think I know what this is. It's very, very interesting. Now we're damn I thought it. I gotta look it up it afterwards. I don't know what the Swedish version, if that's a reference to anything. It if sounds you're pretty so similar. funny, <laughs> why are you on your own tonight? <laughs> I know. I left the right one in. I left the right one in. Oh, my God. <laughs> well done. 
Oh, Mor- Morrissey just walked on. Oh, uh, <laughs> first class lady now, Morrissey. Who we get Oof. next on this podcast? Morrissey's so depressed. Find out next time. Well, with that, I want to draw the Midnight Society to a close. Have you ever watched Are You Afraid of the Dark, children? Yes. There you go. Well, <clears throat> I want to draw this to a close, but nope. before we go. Where can our fans reach you on social media? Mark, why don't you start us off? Well, you can find me over at Junior over on Instagram or Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. Oh, how sweet. And Matt, what about you? Hey, let's see. I'll just say with the things, uh, with with the way things are going <laughs> in my life right now. Don't don't find me on Twitter, Facebook. F- oh find God. me find me on LinkedIn. He's fled the country. <laughs> it's it's Ma- MacCab1210, Matthew Cabrera. Ice is coming for find, you. Find me on LinkedIn. Uh, and on <laughs> Please. A br- on a brighter note, you can find me on Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter. You can follow my other podcasts. Anime was not a mistake on most social media platforms. You can now follow us on Nightcap Cinema on Stitcher as well as iTunes and Podbean. We're on that, too. And um, I guess I should leave a hint for the episode we're going to record in a few minutes or uh, a few weeks for you listeners. (laughs) You didn't hear that here first. But um, my name is Don Davenport. I'm a shit kicker and a thief, and I want to be famous. Amen. That's the thing you're going to get from me. We're going to Baltimore, ladies and gentlemen. enjoy the show. I'd offer my own commentary, but I've still got popcorn kernels in my teeth and a slight aftertaste of gin I just can't seem to get rid of. Maybe I shouldn't use it as mouthwash anymore. If you would like to offer your own two cents on the podcast, be sure to rate, review, and dare I say, even subscribe. Don't forget to find us on most social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Nightcap Cinema. Don't be afraid to join the conversation, offer your own take on the films we watch, or even suggest something that we should see. We are always welcome and open to all feedback. After all, everyone's a critic. Can I be real for a second? As an avid podcast listener and newbie podcast creator, I better understand now more than ever just how much work and dedication it takes to create and share things through this medium. By taking just a few seconds out of your extremely busy days, you can honestly make a world of difference even for us. Just a couple of millions who talk about movies for shigs on the internet. I would like to personally thank anyone who contributes in any way. Remember, it's all possible thanks to listeners like you. Thank you. What do you mean that's not going to fly with PBS? You think those antique road-showing geriatrics are going to listen? You have got to be kidding me. Ugh, we'll just cut it in post.